Yeah, way up. Yeah, yeah. You already know the vibes. Already know. I ain't with that switching sides. From Chicago, my motive is stay alive. Stay up, stay up. Never fade away like mine. I'm, I'm dripping like Fiji, watching slide. I can't keep it PG all the time. I don't like sugar coating that make me feel like I lie. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of the Black Otakus of the Culture on the You Tweaking Media Network. You know what it is. It's your boy Chris J. Got the whole squad on here. Going to induce yourselves. Yo, uh, it's Trail Saf. I currently feel like insert anime character here. I feel weird. So yeah. What's good, y'all? It's DC. What to do, everybody? It's Cam. Yo, yo. So we all here, all in attendance. Uh, you know how we start every episode, unless it's your first time listening. So shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the uh. OGs, the ones who always stick around, and hey, if this your last time rocking with us because we slander something you like, too goddamn bad. But how we start every episode, we've been reading, watching, and playing. So, as always, I start. What I did the least, of course, is read. Why? And like me and DC was talking about earlier in the week, we need to re up our reading, uh, our reading list because this is really nothing uh, we got to read. But uh, my hero came out yeah shonen jump came out early this week so my hero dropped really really solid chapter character development for bakugo um in terms of how he feels about deku and all of that currently is really interesting uh and also he kind of put all might on the spot too which i kind of found hilarious uh deku and uh deku is still fighting shiggy Deku's actually winning uh, the fight at the moment, and I think it's getting close to his climax in terms of that. And yeah, that's it for my hero. Uh, overall, solid chapter though. Then, in terms of playing, did a decent amount of playing. Uh, still playing Ghost of Tsushima, close to beating that now, actually. Then, played 2K21. Started my career because it clicked in my mind that the rookies is not going to be on this game on current gen. So, might as well just do my career while, I see, while I'm at it because I don't have a league to play with, with friends. So, my career is actually decent. I just don't approve of messing with white women on that game. I don't like the fact that my player is lusting after a white woman, bro. Especially with all the black women that pop up on the cutscenes. Not cool. Not cool at all. Uh, what else I played? Uh, oh, Call of Duty Cold War. Me and DC is gonna be giving our in day trail. Cam, did you play it? Hell no. All right, cool. You love yourself. <laughs> Respect. But um, we'll give our impressions of that later on. But played that. Interesting experience. Interesting experience. Uh, then Tony Hawk, lots of Tony Hawk. That's actually like my relaxed game, and I'm I'm happy that it is like that. Uh, I completed Tony Hawk 2, 
So 100% at that, and I'm proud of myself. Now I'm in the process of trying to 100% uh, the first Tony Hawk. And then after that, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, but decides to try to get high, get super high scores on everything. But definitely enjoying Tony Hawk. And I think that's all I've been playing. Oh, Among Us. Among Us is probably one of the funniest, fun, most fun and funniest experience of gaming this week. Uh, shout out to Daytrail. All I know is that he that I, that he just throws me under the bus, and niggas follow the agenda. But also, niggas don't listen to Daytrail, and we all get doomed for it. So, hilarious game. <laughs> like if we can, if there was a way we can stream ourselves playing that game, G. It will be definitely great content, G. Great. Content. It makes no sense that the game is free on your phone, but on Steam it costs money. I know it don't cost a lot of money on Steam. I can't battle Steam anyway because it's computer shit. But like for y'all, on the other hand, if we stream it, it's a it's a it's a really good game. But it's oversaturated on the streaming aspect, though. Like everybody's streaming that bitch. I'm not surprised. Yeah, if you ain't even funny, Ninja is streaming among us. I'm not surprised, but it's only so many uh, um, debates you can hear among people who aren't entertaining seven times in a row. Like I, my YouTube feed is oversaturated with freaking people going like, um, I, I, I'm the I'm the uh, the the intruder or I'm the imposter. Yeah. I'm oh, 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 watch me watch me talk my way out of uh being an imposter and it's like nigga you yeah, not it, even funny. You never the talk their way out of being an imposter. You, like you're trash. Like you're shit. The shit kind of hard as an imposter. It really is. Unless you're Daytrail or Eugene, very bogus. Oh, oh my, on your squeed Dion. Oh, definitely throwing Dion up there. Definitely throwing Dion up there. Hey y'all niggas finessed us. I'm not gonna lie. Boy. I thought it was Jeez. Chris, man. I'm sorry. I, I, well, Chris, I know you're done with your thing, right? So I can almost. I gotta do uh, watching, but go ahead. Oh no, you watching? Oh, oh yeah. But when I calculated Chris's and you as the imposter, bro, and no one believed me, bro, <laughs> I broke it down in mathematical terms, dude, of how I was right and why I was right, and no one believed me, bro. It was so wild. Uh, so uh, DC proceeded to do numbers on niggas, <laughs> <laughs> but then oh, the payback God. came back. Is literally I did I forgot what I did, and everybody said it's me. I'm like, gee, it, it wasn't me. No, nah, payback came back when I killed you in DC. As soon as I got that shit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> vengeance. <laughs> and no like, one peeped it, and nobody peeped. I'm like, you know, this Daytra just murdered both me and DC back to back. <laughs> nobody <laughs> noticed. I think, except Byron's girl, I think she said jazz. I mean, he said you. And I was like, yeah. come on, man. But, but yeah, man. Hilarious ass game. Very hilarious. If you have fun friends, and it's going to lead to very funny moments. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But, yeah, so shout out to Among Us being the go-to free game for everybody right now. Uh, then for watching. On mobile devices. On mobile devices. It'd be very specific on mobile devices. Uh, but for what are we doing? Oh yeah, watching, watching. Uh, let's see. I do a lot of watching. I actually had to ca- do a lot of catching up. Shout out to me being on vacation from the job because gee, I feel so more well rested and I feel like I'm accomplishing things. But uh, 
but yeah, watching Black Clover, solid episode. Uh, in turn for the filler arc again. All I know is these niggas better wipe the goddamn floor of these goddamn ghetto, ghetto wizards. G like they should not be touching these niggas at this point. Uh, got out of high school. A lot happened. It looked nice. We need more plot. Plain and simple. Uh, but good episode. Just need more to happen. ReZero. Freaking lit. Creepy. Weird. But freaking lit of an episode. I know Cam's going to deep dive a little bit more later. But all I know is Subaru's going through it. And also, shout to the uh, Beatrice highlight tape. Shout to the uh, Rosewall highlight tape. And also, shout to the Usagi highlight tape at the end. So, all for it. Um, high school or Gairu. That episode was really good. Me and DC attack team that later. Then, what else we got here? Decadence. I'm just, I, I just got to finish it at this point because it really just hit a studio trigger left, like I mentioned last week. And it really is a studio trigger left this time. Uh,. I've been watching this anime on Netflix called Kikigairu or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Oh, Kakigurui? Yeah, Kakigurui, whatever. Yeah. It's a high it's a gambling anime where kids oh, yeah. go to school. Yeah. Gee. All I'm gonna say is this is a very hilarious show in every aspect. And the fact that literally it's focused on gambling, you know like the plot is gonna make the main character prosper either way. But for grabs me, it's the hilarious facial expressions, G, and just it's uh it's food wars, but with gambling. There we go. That's kind of how it is. It's really food wars with gambling, but I really genuinely enjoy it. The main character is very hilarious and interesting, cause she legit doesn't care if she win or lose. She just wants to gamble, G. She does not give a damn, and it throws off all these freaking rich kids off completely. Uh, I feel like that's the plot of like every sort of gambling thing though i didn't know that was that many like when it comes to because no I've, I've watched similar things like when it comes to that kind of um format mm-hmm. especially when it comes to gambling is that the main character does not give a shit whether they win or lose it's just they like the thrill of gambling literally mm-hmm. I, but i enjoying it and so shout out to netflix having something that i didn't expect to enjoy uh, I did try to watch No Game No Life, and it, I just, I just shit his ass. Yeah, I just couldn't do. It. I I gave it two episodes. Ass. So, matter of fact, hold on. I added this for you, uh, Cam. Sorry. Y'all are trash, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Y'all are trash. Like y'all are so trash. Everything about those characters is trash, G, in the show in itself. So, uh, and oh, I said Sword Art. And so, and pretty much this was this last episode for this season. And the way it ended, it said it's the final episode. But then, well, I mean the final episode, like like a series finale. But then it literally said at the end, "Ah, got your ass. We're coming back with a new season." And I would have honestly been satisfied this was the series finale. But if they want to keep dragging it on, be my guest. They have to go beat that series like a dead hurt horse. I don't blame them. It's, but, like, I feel like whatever they do after this is not going to top how good story-wise this arc was. You're not... They're not going to top this at all. 
So whatever they do, be my guest because now it looks like they about to enter Star Wars territory and shit. And I'm probably nah. I'm, I saw freaking jet fighters and stuff like in Star Wars. Nah, I'm good. But uh, I'm probably gonna watch it. But yeah, so that's it for me. Oh my bad. Like I said, I gotta you know. Make sure I'm in it. And plus, i uh, got to keep up with this UFC card, too. So my apologies if it sounds like I spaced out. But uh, I'm going to start off with reading. Um, I read some of the super spoilers. Um, I will let y'all, well, next week, probably the whole chapter will come out. I think so it's out already. You think it's out? So next week, I'll talk about the super chapter or whoever read it can talk about it, but I didn't read it yet. I just know kind of some of the stuff that happened. Um, a lot of people having their own takes about Goku at this point. If your favorite main character can't lay a scratch on Goku, your conversation is not valid. Mm. Um, and I won't take it seriously whatsoever. I won't mm. take it seriously regardless, but if your main character can't lay a scratch on him, I just won't, you know, see you as a person that exists in the plane of existence. Um, but um, other than that, I will go to playing because watching, I kind of want to talk about two things. Uh, so playing as I look on my PlayStation, I don't know if last week I said I would do, I did it, but I did it. I beat Avengers. I think because we had a whole thing on Avengers. I think I said I beat it. Um, haven't played that since I beat it. I haven't got on the online thing yet. Me and Binos is trying to do it, but then we end up playing Among Us, and I closed the application of Avengers. Um, I really haven't played that much. I've been working, and when I come home from work, I fall to sleep. Um, uh, See, I have a new um, uh, uh, thing on sale, what I'm trying to do. So I got a culture victory. I got a science victory, and I got a domination victory, like science, send niggas to the moon, culture, Tourism better than everybody else's and domination, basically wipe the floor and rub your nuts across every other civilization in the game. Um, there's another victory type. Well, there's two more other victory types, diplomatic and religious. Diplomatic is so kind of easy that I didn't even really try it. It's not easy, but it's it's easy on the easier difficulty, as I say, that I played on. And then religious is not easy whatsoever. And I'm not dealing with mathematics of population and using missionaries and apostles to go tell other people that they ain't doing the same thing. I'm just not doing it. Um, so a lot of like math and adjacency that goes with the holy sites and stuff like that. It's weird. And the series is a really in-depth game. Um, but I did one on deity, deity difficulty. And if you want to do like the, the difficulty span, which related to the other game I plan, deity difficulty it's like if Death March on Witcher had a part two, it is not easy whatsoever. No way near easy unless you like, you know, you play, you know, the ins and outs of this game that you don't have to look at the encyclopedia every time you play it like I do. Um, but it's really hard. So, like, the basis of the seals is you got to get these certain things to continue to build your, your nation. You got to have troops and warriors to make sure you don't get attacked or you attack people depending on your playstyle, stuff like that. On DNT difficulty, the computer already has all of that before you do. So the computer already has, I think, like four warrior troops. I think they have like 
three builders, which were able to get them more food and production than you. I think they have some other stuff too. And they always, I think they land in a very good spot for them to be productive for they, they sieve uh, type. So, and they automatically just don't fucking like you in the beginning. You have to make them like you after a while. So they constantly do surprise war on you. And it's really hard when they have more troops than you and all you have is a slinger and they pulling up with goddamn horsemen and whatnot. Stupid. Um, but it's a very hard difficulty. I might not beat the game on. I mean, I'm playing as Teddy Roosevelt, but I realize he's a white man, so I don't want to play as him. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying my best to, you know, continue playing that game. But speaking of Death March, um, probably the reason I haven't played Avengers and Tony Hawk that much. I suck at Tony Hawk. That's probably why I haven't played that as much. I still I play it a lot, but I realize I suck. So I don't play it as long as, like, Chris or Cuz. But, um... So, I'm playing Witcher 3 again for the third time. Um, and this really is one of my five favorite games of all time. I would probably say number three. I don't know. It's, it's like I got a clear cut number one, but two to five is, or two to ten is so jumbled. I don't know. I love a lot of games that I have played over a lifetime, my lifetime. But, um,. Witcher 3 is definitely one of my favorites. I usually don't give games, like, honestly, if I played your game more than once, I mean, not beat it and then play a little bit of the new game plus and forget about it like I usually do. But if I played your game and beat it all over again, um, that means I just love it. That's just the thing with me, right? I, I don't play games twice a lot, like, I will never play Ghost of Tsushima again. Even if I didn't like 100% it on my first go around, I wouldn't play it to 100% it. Um, once I found out you got 100% Ghost of Tsushima without, you know, playing on another hard difficulty and stuff like that, I, I I did it and then I just don't have the urge to even looking at that game. And even if I didn't, after I beat, beat Ghost of Tsushima, I just wouldn't have the urge to do that game. Games like um, Last of Us, I got the last mission I never want to play that game ever again. You know what I'm saying? So there's if I don't want to replay your game, it's, it's only one game that's not in my top 10 that I played multiple times, and that's Fallout 4, but I was getting my money's worth. Um, but other than that, like a game that I play multiple times and enjoy, is that I'm playing Witcher again, enjoying it. There's a lot of fucking like I don't I think my version on the Witcher is bug. It's updated and everything. It's bug like the sound displacements and stuff like that is really annoying. Cause I don't Witcher as a quiet game without the music in the background and stuff is kind of make me drowsy. So I I just like please play the music. Or when I'm in a cutscene and like me when I I need cutscenes to have voices so I can be playing Dokkan Battle in the middle of this cutscene and understand what's still going on. And sometimes the voice don't be there. So sometimes I just think I'm standing there with ropes. And next thing I look up, I'm in a freaking battle with some mega demon or something. So, you know, I'm I'm just they're just the little nit things that annoy me. But I'm pretty sure there's episodes ago of why I love The Witcher. So if you want to know why that, go look at them episodes. I don't know the exact one, but it's like that. Um now to watching. Watching will probably last a little bit longer than the game. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot. I haven't watched any weekly animes. But I did watch two shows that I'm absolutely 
one I'm absolutely in love with, and two, another one I'm absolutely interested in, right? If I get a chance to watch it, I don't get a chance to watch it as much as I used to for watch things. But um, so one, and hopefully we get to talk about this later in the podcast. The Boys season two is out, and it is the best thing I have seen all year. That's really much all I have to say. Uh, you can say technically, I was reading because I read Boys comics technically. And certain things that I want about certain characters, because um, I'm, I'm already spoiled. With I, I know how the comic ends. Like it's a very, really, really, really good ending. But I, I but with the way with the show, um, it deviates from the comic so much that me spoiling the comic only I only won't be surprised one big reveal. That's the only surprise I like. I won't. Like that I will probably be hurt that I won't get the experience like the same way y'all get the experience. But it's a good reveal. So when I read it in the comic, I was amazed. Um, really good show. It's amazing. Every episode has been good. Haven't been bored. Only time I like doze off is because, you know, work. So that's the only reason. But I, I'm enjoying it. And uh, I can't wait for more. I hope, I pray season two ends the way I need season two to end. Um, but it probably won't. It won't. Um, and season, I would say this though. I think season three will be their final season. Because um, the comic is just not a long comic. Um, and everything, especially from this episode, sorry, Chris, if I'm heading into spoiler time, but you particularly, Said you don't care for spoilers, so I'll always talk about episode five. Hmm, talking about episode five, whatever episode came on Friday. Um, that's episode five. Uh, I when particularly when Homelander like melted the crowd in his imagination, it is playing out to something that is going to be so fucking cool that happens in the comics that if it happens in the show mind explosion but there's a lot of people in the comics that's existed as they in the show like the deep the deepest shit in the comics and not just shit as in people point at him and say he's shit no he's just a shit character because he doesn't do anything i think he had like five lines um translucent is not even a real person uh a train's not black <laughs> and that don't really matter but other than that a train don't he's, he's not existing too like really, the the comic really just focuses on, um, as like in the villainy side, depending on who you want to call the villains, um, it really just focuses on Homelander and how much of a real nigga he is, and a little bit of Stormfront, but Stormfront didn't last that long, and it's a it's a different because of the way that he is and she is in the show. Both of them are racist pieces. It's sorry for cursing. I really went farther this podcast without cursing. And I'm proud of myself for that. But both of them are really, really crappy people. Um, but uh, in the show, she is more hateable than I would say from what I read in the comics, even though both of them are Nazis, which is weird. But she comes off like a cunt and a racist. And that's two things you don't want to be. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the boys. Honestly, I wish I could have just binge watched it to tell you the truth. But the world doesn't work that way in Amazon Prime, so hell for me. Um, lastly, uh, I've been watching this show 
is one thing that people should always give their respect to, and that's HBO churning out one series out of the out of the like a quarterly seasons and stuff like that. That's absolute fuck. Um, you know, they got shows like um Euphoria, unfortunately Game of had a season eight for Game of Thrones, The Wire, um what's another show HBO got that's amazing? I mean the the Sopranos, the stuff Wire. like that. HBO always churn out some top tier um shows. Uh the newest one is a show called Lovecraft Country based off of um HP's love HP Lovecraft's uh, series, um, his books. I think it's loosely based off his books, but not based off in like a chronological order of his books. If anybody know who HP Lovecraft is, he's kind of like a dark horror sci-fi writer. His books are extremely confusing, but also like extremely dark. And he was a racist piece of crap himself. But uh, the crazy thing is the main characters, I guess this is a, a F you to H.P. Lovecraft, even though um, it's kind of like his source material to make that story. But the, the three main characters in this show is black. Like, and they're just not regularly black. They're black. We're in the middle of uh, Jim Crow black because that's when the story is set place. Uh, there's a lot of historical values in the first episode itself before it gets trippy towards the end like they they show like how chicago was back in that day and how cultural it was and what the black neighborhoods looked like and what they was doing aside from that one dude getting sucked off by another man in the alley because one guy was kind of found out what his father was kind of weird but um other than that i forget this actress what is her name bro she's so bad to me um Hold on, let me look up. What is this called? Lovecraft Country. Uh, but she is so bad to me, bro. Um, and she's in this movie, but uh, I gotta go after. I mean, uh, cast. Um, and when I found her name, I try to uh, uh, Journey Journey Smullett, whatever her name is. Like she played on this Jesse Smullett brother. I feel sorry for you. Your family kind of got rug in the mud. Well, she was on Birds of Prey. Um, uh, you know from Temptation, Chris, the you chick, what? the movie Tyler Perry's Temptation, the one I end up AIDS and you know, yeah, taking a uh, hell. What about it? Oh, and she was also the braces chick from Roll Bounce. Oh, shorty, like uh, Smollett's sister. Shorty. Yes, Jesse's sister, yeah. or that's his twin. I forgot, whatever, but. Yeah, yeah, her she's so bad to me, um, but she just plays a really she's really freaking good in the show. But uh, it was a good first. The first episode involved them being like in uh, sundown counties or sundown states or cities in the south. And if nobody know what that is, it's basically like if you are a black person in that county, town, or or little village or whatever it's called. After sundown, the law enforcement, the people, the firefighters, no matter what, has the right to kill you. So the suspense and the 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 fear and the thrilling of the episode didn't come until the very end come from like Lovecraft's creatures and stuff like that. It came from just racist white folk. Them niggas was racist. 
like racist racist. Not like, oh, they called the nigga a porch monkey type racist. It was like, no, the moment they found out them people was eating in the diner, they chased them in a fire truck and a pickup truck with guns racist. So it's it's a really cool show. Um, and maybe though I knew, because I love Black History, I know what the heck a sundown um, uh, county or state is. I already know what the heck that stuff was. But it made me look into more of it and to see like those, those things like still around, which they are. If you live in Texas and don't know this, there's a lot of sundown states in Texas, like a lot. Some of them are all around. Like no white people just kill you from if they see you. But all in all, Lovecraft Country, I will say, yeah, I'll watch it. I don't pay for HBO, whatever it's called, Max. Somebody gave me their password. Shout out to my homie. But um, it was great. So yeah, that's me. I I guess I'll start with gaming. Uh, uh, well, we'll get to the alpha later, right? That's what you said, Chris. Yeah. For the uh, kind of stuff. All right. So then, only other thing I played really is the Among Us. That game is probably like the funniest game we played in a long time. I think like the most I've laughed was since we played Monopoly. So this was uh, another cool game we get to play. It's been a minute since I played some with y'all. Um, I'm gonna just say is that. They trail is really, really good at hiding. Because that one match where I think it was him and uh, who was it? Dion? I Probably literally Dion. thought it was you, Chris. Like, I did not know it was uh, Day Trail to the end. So I got I to gotta up my game on paying attention to people. But uh, that game is hilarious. Uh, next, I guess I'll go with watching. And this is going to be a little long, but I watched – Code Geass in the past two weeks. I wasn't here last week, but I finished, started and finished it, I think, in like two weeks. And Code Geass is like, in terms of mechs, um, this is a second favorite, my second favorite one, because I love Neon Genesis Evangelion, but like Code Geass is like 1B. Code Geass is an amazing show. The uh, Lelouch V. Britannia is one of the best main characters I've ever seen in a long time. And in terms of like writing a smart character and a morally gray character, I have not seen anything as good as that. Like I like when I was reading Attack on Titan, seeing like Aaron Yeager's like, you know, transformation into like a dark figure, that was dope. But like how Lelouch does it is more satisfying to me. And it's not even like he's dark. It's just how smart he is in conjunction with everyone else. And it's not like he wins all the time. It's like he adapts to situations and like his, his blind spots are apparent, but it's just whoever wrote that show does a real good job of portraying. Cause I know it's not all about tactics, but you know, using the tactics in relation to their personalities, he did a really good job of doing that in the main character. And Lush is one of the best main characters I've seen in a long time. Um, I've had like two emotional moments. I didn't cry or nothing, but I was a little moved on two specific scenes. I'm not going to spoil if y'all going to watch it, but Cam knows what I'm talking about. It's one of the best endings I've ever seen. Um, they made me care about characters I hated, and it made me care about them in the span of like a scene. I haven't seen that in a minute. Um, I'm starting to like the mech genre a lot more. I've been sleeping on it and I had like an unfair assessment because like prior to watching Neon Genesis Evangelion and uh, Code Geass, I thought mech animes were kind of boring. Ass in the Franks. I don't like, 
yeah, Darling the Franks did not help the genre at all. And so going into these two shows, I had low expectations. And I feel like you should just have that in shows in general because then mm-hmm. it just uplifts the experience with each episode. So I'll try to watch more, but I, I'm perfectly fine if they don't match up to these. And I'm about to watch the movie probably after this pod. But I, 10 out of 10, an amazing show. It's an amazing experience. I haven't been something like that quick in a long time. Like even Black Lagoon, I loved it. But it, that took me like probably a month to finish. But this, I finished in like two weeks. So shout out to that. Shout out to Cam too. That's Another, Sam, another hold on, that's, what's, what's that, like 10 for 10 now, 20 for 20 yeah. of animes yeah, that I recommend man. y'all watch? Yeah. He ain't missed yet, man. He ain't missed yet. You haven't missed. Uh, but yeah, like that blew every, like with Code Geass blew everything else I was reading, I mean, reading or watching. So um, the other thing I watched was I caught up on God of High School. And like Chris said, like the fights are dope. Visuals is cool. Voice acting amazing. I just need to know what's going on. What's going on? Like, there are things that are moving at a high pace. Um, now, I forgot the hooded guy is fit. The guy that has a nine-tailed fox ability. Yeah, He's cold as hell. Fuck like, it. He's my favorite character. He's raw. I want to know more about him. I like the relationship between him and Jin. With the his grandpa met him and told him, "Please take you know teach my uh, grandson when you get the chance." Like, I like I like that. I always like those storylines where. They're not related, but they have a bond, have a bond. So I like that. I kind of throughout his fight, I'm more interested in like I'm interested in Pac Mujin, the guy that's in charge of the tournament. I'm interested in Jin, and then I'm interested in him. And everybody else is kind of like it's a gap. I like Han Dewey though, but it's a gap between him and um, Nine Tail Fox folks. I, I keep forgetting his name, but. Uh, Stark dude, he cold as hell for taking <laughs> both the chicks he cares about's legs. So yeah. real nigga, real nigga, right there. He raw man. Um, I just need to know. Like they, they, they about to get down though, but it's like parademons, a bunch of demons flying from the sky, all type stuff. Like I need context to this, so I'm definitely gonna read it. I'm probably gonna wait till the anime to this season is done. Then I'm probably just gonna. I read think it. next episode I'm is the last read. week's episode. It is. Yeah, I'm going to no, rewatch from chapter one. I'm going to reread from chapter one. We're on what? I think uh, God of High School is going 13 episodes. Oh, okay. Well, okay, well, then it's going to. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. It's a good show, though. I'm not going to um, hate on it because I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure they're they're doing this in terms of rushing everything to try to get to where they're at in the webtoon right now. I'm pretty sure they're, they're not going to get there anytime soon, dog. That webtoons, I, is, that webtoons is like 400 something chapters and i think at this point in the show we're like in the 90s man i didn't even know it was that far in then there's no because like, that was my reasoning on why they were rushing stuff but if they're not even gonna get close they should have took their sweet time with you know implementing information but and i'm starting to call bs on they said the the writers working with them right yeah apparently I call BS on that because it may not be the same thing, but Netflix, you remember when the Avatar last animator crew was working on the live action, right? Yeah. And they said, oh, we're working with them. And then they dropped out halfway. And the same thing happened with the movie that happened in the mid 2000s and any other adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, even Oda and some Shonen Jump 
manga could say, oh, we're working with it. And only Oda is the only guy I know that works with the anime studio and they add in stuff that he said, but everyone else, I feel like they just say that so they could, you know, the blame on them doing dropping the ball on certain things doesn't go towards them. Because they're saying, oh, well, we worked with someone. So he probably came in for like two days, saw some storyboards and left. Because there's no way that people are complaining this much about this material. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, definitely. That's my opinion on it. I think they just said it just to say it so people won't criticize. I mean, they did their job in advertising the show by showing all the fights. Like They did their job in having a interest in the original source material. So, like, if I want to know more, just go read the webtoon. So it is working in its benefit. But nonetheless, you should still... I feel like they should have still took their time with it. But I like the show nonetheless. Um, next is Origairu. Now, um, I'm going to let Chris say the word that we're going to be using um, going into 2021 when this, when these, uh, when when we get these vaccines and we can go out and about again. And, nigga, I'm using that word right now. Shit. I can't use it right now because if I'm saying I'm distorting, I can't distort from my room. I got to distort out and about. But what what what's happening? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna let Chris explain. Alright, man. So pretty much this was the episode, the the confession episode where uh the main character Hachi man uh confessed to between Yui or Yukino. Uh and he picked Yukino and he pretty much it was a very cause like Cam, like I don't the, know. The how black hair chick, right? Yeah, the black hair yeah. chick. Like Cam, you pretty much watch I think a fair amount of episodes. They're fake deep for no reason. Hell, oh yes, I'm okay. All right, I'm still on season one. Yeah, I'm so like, trudging through season one. Yeah, them so, niggas be talking about random shit that I don't give a fuck about, dog. So, <laughs> so with that being said, my man's don't know how to just say, "Hey, I like you, I love you." He literally went on a very deep, weird way of oh, saying, hell "Hey, no, I like you, I love you." And he told pretty much the key, the, the the general term was, I want to distort your life, and I was the fuck like, out of here. I was like, yo, hey, man. Hey, yo, man. that's cool. Hey, <laughs> I was, hey, I was man. like, he did it. That so is want to distort your life. Line. No, he want to distort them cheeks, boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, gee, you can use that line so vaguely, and it's going to hit. So. <laughs> We gonna start. Bro, how many women. how many freaking Twitter anime nerds are gonna be using that line, bro? They don't got no swag, G. That's a different. <laughs> ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna hit differently, G. You just how look, Shane Short. I just want to distort those cheeks, distort your life. You know what it is. You just gotta do it. You know. Hell no. No life. Like if you ain't got no soul, you ain't got no game. Ain't gonna hit, G. So how long was that distortion speech? Because I know in episode one, like they were talking about. Oh, because they were talking about like his high school experience, and that was like a good fifteen minutes. I'm like, yeah. dog, you'll shut the hell up. It was like a bulk of the second half of the episode, right, DC? It, like, I wouldn't say a bulk, but it was like a good amount. Actually, yeah, it was a big, it was a big amount. Yeah, like just it the confession scene in itself was the second half of the episode, but like that speech was probably like a good five. Yeah, it was minutes, pretty so long. Five, yeah. five minutes of it. So at oh, least yeah, I can prepare myself. Yeah. I mean, like the um, the funny part about Hachiman's character in this confession is that this entire season, people have been telling them to do things the right way, 
And whenever he does things the right way, it doesn't really work out. But when he does things his way, it always works out. And so I'm glad that he, um, because the beginning of the episode, it started out with him talking to his teacher. And she basically told him, like, hey, nigga, just just say how you feel. Everything going to be all right. And I think it did a good job in having him say this whole spiel because how Yukino was walking away. It seemed like, oh, he's just going to go on the same tirade and, and not say his feelings. But then he still, he said them in a roundabout way, but it was clear enough to how she knew. And this interaction basically proved to us that he even said it himself. They're both anti-social. They don't know how to interact with people. They say, they try to rationalize and logic and use logic and everything because they don't understand how to be social. And it makes them feel uncomfortable because of, you know, past experiences and that they both and this is his way of telling her that it's okay for her to be herself and that he could distort her life and they don't have to worry about having to use the group as a means to talk to each other. Because that was the whole issue is that, oh, if we don't have the group anymore, then I can't talk to her. So I might as well say my feelings now. And I'm glad he was able to say that and he said those things. And it was I, I thought it was cool. He still was himself at the end of the day. He didn't do no corny shit. He still was kind of corny with... Um, some of the things he said, and it does kind of like, they do that a lot where he says things and he tries to be smart and it does kind of go over my head and kind of, I mean, that goes over my head, but it does like beat it into my head. Like, okay, I get it. You think you're smarter than people, but they did it really well in this scene, I think. And this season's pretty dope. Um, shout out to Yui crying every single episode this season. Did she cry in the last every of, in this episode? episode? Yeah, she did. And it's hilarious. She, he don't want to disturb my we cheeks. She was straight till she got in the house. <laughs> she, he didn't. And her mom, even her mom, she was like, it, it, just let it out, man. <laughs> you been crying I would have been like, you bitch, you in high school. school. You got a whole life ahead of you. I would have <laughs> been like, bro, if you don't get out of my house with that nonsense. There's other dudes, man. You're a whole high schooler crying over a nigga. But, who wrote an essay on his high school life? He did, but uh, the it's it's an amazing show. I wonder what's gonna happen um, tomorrow. How I think the prom is gonna happen, right? Like the impromptu prom that the other people are making. So yeah, should be it was a year. it was a fun experience. It was a uh, I I I'm thoroughly satisfied with season three. So it's just I say a little too much Yui crying. Not enough Yukino, but nonetheless, I enjoyed the season. Uh, on to my reading. I read My Hero. And did y'all read My Hero this week? Uh, I, no, y'all I, didn't. I read My Hero when I read My Hero. <laughs> oh, okay. Chris, you read the spoilers, right? No, I read the whole chapter. Oh, you read the whole chapter? Oh, yeah. Um, what was it? The, there's a lot of theories on the uh, the fourth user that All Might didn't write about that are really interesting. And it brought up a lot of points at the beginning of the series. They said that, uh, remember when All Might was telling uh, Deku about uh, when he encountered Stain and saying, oh, are you worried that Stain has your quirk because he ate your blood? Don't worry about it. Only the user could pass it on willingly but the user could also forcibly pass it on to people. So people are having theories that that fourth user had something to do with something about forcibly passing it on or 
um, having relations to Deku's family. So it's just some cool stuff out there, and I'm I'm interested. This is probably like the first thing in a while that I'm like really curious about. I'm kind of mad that they swayed away from it. Um, I also like the character development for Bakugo. The fact that um, the stuff that he's doing now is his way of atonement for bullying Deku. I'm glad that they're explaining that because he said a lot of effed up stuff at the beginning of the series. And I don't hate him as much, but I still don't like how, like when you first read My Hero, like me and Ken, we hate this guy because of the specific stuff he did and said to him. And there's no amount of like shonen camaraderie to kind of fix that. Like you have to actually address this. So I'm glad that this, he's, Horikoshi is taking steps with Bakugo to actually have a, you know. Accountability. Re, yeah, accountability and a real apology and have real responsibility for what you did to Deku. Cause like the dude, I mean, he was always a nice kid, but like that fidgety um, character that he has, like, you know, that timidness, You he played a role in it. So he has so you know yeah, he told him like go it. kill yourself you don't got a quirk blah, 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 blah. like shit like that notebooks like, yeah, bro. yeah like, like niggas a asshole the jerk and i like that now that this that's in his mindset in this fight like bakugo's really frantic he's trying to you know like if you notice this entire arc he's been like by deku's side making sure he's straight type thing so i i like that hopefully that goes further um i like the interactions i like that bakugo is in this but he doesn't seem like because when i first heard it i thought oh i'm just trying to get in this so i could be better than you but it seems like he's actually having a vested interest in deku moving further in all for one so that's pretty dope uh black clover was what did i read oh yeah black clover was dope uh we got to learn more about oh yeah i can't say that ah catching up don't worry yeah, I when we can't catch this up, we'll have more talk on it. But it, we're we're going in an interesting direction. And then um, I didn't read anything else. I read the SBS for uh, one piece, the One Piece volume. I forgot what number we're on right now. But the theories of there's a lot of theories that Black Maria was Yamato's mom. The SBS debunks that because they gave the official ages of all the Toby Ropo, and so. Uh, Black Maria is only like one year older than Yamato, so that's not her mom. So the niggas could go cry. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to that name too. <laughs> hey, Oda knows what's up. But um, I'm trying to remember anything specific that was like interesting. Um, I mean, oh yeah, I did. I did watch another thing this week, and there was this theory about law that I told Chris about, and I'll probably tweet. I'll tweet it out later in the link to the dude's video. But there's a there's a theory of this guy saying that Law is a Marine or is working with the Marines. And I believe that theory. And so next week I'll probably have more uh explanations on my explanations on my thought and I'll tweet more about it. But that's a really Damn. dope theory. So Law really with good the theory. Ops. Law might be with the ops, man. But it's a dope way how they spun it and it kind of makes sense because they said like if they they think that Law has connections with Sword and explains why Drake was antsy to help him when he was in prison so and there's more to it than this that but that was like one of the big plot points so um i'll talk about that another day but yeah that's it for me this week cool all righty then uh so for me um i'll start with reading i didn't really read much of uh i know i'm still getting caught up on black clover 
I'm gonna save all my thoughts until I'm completely caught up, and then me and DC can just do a roundtable discussion of that. Um, yeah. And then, but just know that I freaking love Black Clover. Uh, is out of the new Shonen, it's it's my it's all it's my by far my favorite. Um, and shout out to my boy Asta, putting in work as always. Amazing. And fuck you know, it's always <laughs> gonna be the case. Always gonna be the vibe. Um. But yeah, uh, and then as far as webtoons is concerned, the really I've been reading it a lot, but the one thing that's been consistently sticking out to me uh, is Lord Olympus. Uh, I freaking just love that webtoons. Uh, currently, so far, they are, and I don't know, and I'm I'm gonna do some research on this because I'm I, I like Greek mythology, but they're so they're doing the Hades and Fest for uh, Persephone you know, romance and kind of modernizing it. And the current kind of arc they're in is uh, uh, Persephone is has gone missing, basically. And so, like, Hades, Hecate, Hades and Hecate are, are looking for are looking for her. And then you have Apollo being an asshole. You have um, Zeus being an asshole. And the 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 imp that Zeus that Hades used to rock with is an asshole and Thanatos or Thanatos I say Thanatos I don't give a shit um is an is an asshole too so there's assholes and there's good guys <laughs> and they're all looking for Persephone because she has an asshole. um the thing is is that like at the end of the last chapter spoilers for those who are reading Lord Olympus um at the end of the chapter, it basically ends with Zeus declaring an official arrest warrant for Demeter, which is Persephone's mom, and Persephone herself, because her backstory is that she humans defiled um, like a garden, and like when you basically when you do bad stuff to nature, it kills um, what they call them fairies or imps or whatever. Uh, Persephone's sisters. And so she got mad and basically destroyed an entire city. It was an act of wrath that was hidden from Zeus. And so now Zeus is kind of is mad because it's like, I'm Zeus. Cause you know, Zeus is an asshole. Um, Zeus is not what Disney told you. It's the same thing um, like freaking Odin from <laughs> Thor. Like those, those father gods in those other mythologies are assholes and a lot of problems are because of them and they couldn't keep their dick in their pants so that's kind of what's going on so far so i'm very interested to see what happens next um as far as how hades is going to handle the uh the situation because you know that's his uh that's his bro so i'm you know he's gonna square up with him and uh what demeter is going to do because the chapter did show her face and she was like she was pressed uh so it'd be like that uh so that's it for reading on to playing. I didn't really do a, a lot of playing. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley Expanded. Um, basically just still exploring all of the new mods and things of that nature and all the new NPCs and interactions you have with them. Uh, so that's good. I don't think I, I'm trying to see. Uh, I played some Captain Tsubasa. Um, and then I played Oh yeah, I, I started playing that freaking you know visual novel game I got a while ago, just because I was, was bored. And oh, 
I did play Avengers, but I like I, I just remembered it because everything I played was just so fucking boring that like it slipped my mind. Um, shout out to that frame rate. The mission that I got Thor, um, and you're on the Chimera fighting those robots. Um, the frame rate was going at like two frames per second. Um, so like I thought I, I couldn't tell you if I was doing cool things. I guess I was doing cool things, but I couldn't tell you. Um, and uh, the fact that your first patch is a thousand fixes is a fucking disaster square. Um, and uh, game is ass. Uh, I'm gonna trudge through it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna see dog. Like the fu- the the last thing I saw was that what was it? The dumbass cutscene where Kamala where where it was like, oh, Avengers got to fight, yo, because that's a uh, check mark uh, number three on uh, cliche Avenger movie tropes is that they have to fight again. So like Thor, I mean, not Thor left, Black Widow left, and then Tony put on the Hulk buster and Hulk was like, oh, I'm going to fight you, blah, blah, blah. And then Kamala was like, oh, my God, you guys are Avengers. You're my heroes. Like, you should, like, save us and stuff. Like, I don't know why you guys left. And then, like, two seconds later, they were like, oh, I'm sorry for being an asshole. Yeah, let's let's keep Like, it was a waste of time. It's five minutes of unnecessary cutscene. Like, who cares? Like, you guys are together. Do something. So, yeah, that, that game is a freaking disaster, dog. And I... It's like I have to force myself to play that game, and I don't like to be forced to have a good time. So, I, I, same thing. I haven't beat Ghost of Tsushima, so if I don't beat Avengers, it's a tax write-off. Um, so that's that. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I replayed that you know visual novel because I couldn't be fucked to play Avengers. Um, and I was, and I'm reading, and I'm having more fun doing that than playing Avengers. Uh, and then I played, um, I'm still playing uh, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, doing the uh, Blue Lines path. So that's that. So all in all, it was a pretty okay playing week, except the fact Avengers is a piece of shit, and I'm not touching Call of Duty. I don't give a fuck if it's good or not. I'm not buying that shit. Um, and on to watching. Uh, I did a lot of watch. Well, I guess, I guess I did do a lot of watching. I watched the new anime. Once again, shout out to Facebook. Sponsor your boy, because a lot of anime I've been watching recently is because, you know, shout out to them Russian uh, bots and shit. Um, y'all know that I watch a lot of, you know, you know that I'm subscribed to Crunchyroll. You know that I have, I, I got Funimation through the homie. So, you know, I watch a lot of anime. So you, so you recommend a lot of anime videos to me. So I saw an anime video about the show called Charlotte. Uh, it's twelve episodes. Uh, it was a pretty decent uh, watch. The premise of the show is basically uh, a meteor. A me- the meteor's name is Charlotte. Basically, hit the Earth and then it like spread this. Um, they call it a disease, but essentially, when you go through your adolescence, you develop superpowers. Basically. Uh, and so the main character, and they actually they actually reference in the opening, like you know how Lelouch does that little arm movement when he controls people with his eyes, DC. Yeah. They actually reference that in the opening because that's the main character's power. Well, there's a lot more to it, but I don't want to spoil it. He essentially can take over people's bodies for five seconds, uh, and do whatever he wants. So basically, in the first episode, he takes over people's bodies to get like perfect test scores and stuff like that. 
and he basically gets found out by the main female character and then she forces him to go to his school which is basically like a sanctuary for people who have powers like him and basically she's like yo if you misuse your power the government is basically gonna experiment with your body and do some nasty stuff to you like they did to my older brother so i want you to help us find more people who have powers and basically you know save them so that they don't misuse their powers uh so i really like the show uh there's a lot more to it than that uh, but because I, I don't want to spoil it because it's one of those shows where if you get spoiled on like two major things, there's really no point in watching it. Um, but yeah, that was Charlotte. And it's on Crunchyroll too. So I don't know if it's on Funimation, but I saw it on Crunchyroll. Uh, and then I watched the weeklies. Um, starting with Simtails. Thank God next week is the last episode. <laughs> Finally, I can be done with this shit show. I will say that this episode was okay. Um, I will say for the red hair chick, she is the second best girl in the entire show. And the reason why is like, I apply it to, so there's this one guy on YouTube, uh, shout out to Vexed Viewer. He does um, these Ruby reviews. Um, and basically he was doing a review of one of the characters who's mute. And he was basically saying that like, he doesn't hate or he doesn't really like her, but he can tolerate her because he doesn't speak a lot. She doesn't speak a lot. And so I applied that to, I think her name is Sumi. I yeah. applied that to Sumi. She did not have a lot of lines. Therefore, she didn't have a lot of opportunities to say or do stupid shit, which means that I like her because she didn't have a chance to screw herself like Mammy like Ruka, like every other character in that show except for Mizuhara. So the tier list is Mizuhara and then right below there is Sumi and uh, Kazuya's best friend who beat the shit out of him for being a simp. Hmm. And then I don't give a shit about anybody else in that show. So shout out to Sumi. Shout out to the fact that she doesn't talk a lot because that just makes her a way better character because people in that show don't know how to shut their fucking mouths. Um, and I already know how I already know how the next episode is going to go. I don't give a shit about Mammy. I know she's going to do some drama bullshit because she's messy. Uh, she's messy. Whatever. She's messy. She's pathetic. Like she's a she, she's basically a female Kazuya. Um Nick, you dumped him. You dumped him because he was a loser and now he moved on like you should want him to move on because he's a fucking loser so now that she found out that now that she found out that um kazuya is freaking uh renting girlfriends at this point like who cares dude who cares if you if you rent it like just tell them dog like it just tell your best friend to say, Hey, don't say shit to my grandma. I'm pretty sure he'll be cool enough to the point where he's like, All right, I ain't I ain't go I ain't go rat you out to your grandma. Cause that's the old, at this point, that's the only real person he doesn't want to find out that he's renting girlfriends. This is grandma. So who cares if your friend knows? Who cares if Mammy knows? Ruka knows, your best your other the fucking pedophile glasses dude knows. Just let him know. Who cares? Um and shout out to one of the voice actresses of a rental girlfriend because don't take my word for it that Kazi is a loser 
she said in an interview she was like i forgot who it was if it's the voice if it's the voice actress of mizuhara i think it was and if it is that's even more of a, a freaking hilarity she said in an interview they were asking her her thoughts about kazuya's character and she said not gonna, pretty much verbatim she was like kazuya's not a bad guy it's just that kazuya's a loser gotta hold that um so that's simtails thank god next uh, next week is the last episode it probably will get a season two and i am take your time take your time because i'm in no rush to watch that shit um <laughs> yo Kev, this what's i up? was trying to uh look for the article the uh, interview was talking about but instead the person voiced nami i mean mommy mommy chan she's getting death threats what well, uh <laughs> Bro, come on. It's okay. not that deep. It's not that All right. deep. All right, calm <laughs> down. Calm down, Japan. It's, listen, it's, we might have to do a topic on this, but it is it is absolutely 100% okay to hate a character and not the voice actress. Voice actresses that are, she did she get a bag, and I ain't got no qualms with that whatsoever. I hate Mammy. Doesn't mean I got to hate the voice actress. Same thing with Abby. You can hate Abby. Laura Bailey ain't got shit to do with her. She doesn't get a bag. Oh, it is what it is. Niggas are pathetic. We and we in Corona time, so we done seen what what human nature can do in times of desperation. So I'm not surprised, and I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna waste my breath with that shit. Um, so on to Fire Force. Uh, best episode of this season, by far. Shout out to freaking Beanie Maru and Joker putting in work. Shout out to Joker turning a nigga into a pack by smoking on a pack. Uh, shout out to uh, um, my man Beanie Maru literally, literally going like, I get the fact that y'all want to kill me, but I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here uh, to beat niggas up, G. That's literally, I was just, <laughs> I just here to beat niggas up. He was like, look, I get that y'all trying to kill me, but I'm just here to have some fun. And be that really good episode. Like, this is the kind of stuff that I want to see more so. Hey, yo, and this was a real, as, as far as, like, this was, like, the the weeklies of, like, psychologically fucking up people. Because, like, I'm going to talk about it in ReZero, too. But, like, they didn't explicitly say the abuse that um, Joker had. But, like, dude was getting, not only was he getting mentally abused, physically abused, but he's getting sexually abused. His freaking commander was a pedophile, dog. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that one. So, because you remember when he was whipping him, right? Yeah. And then he said, "I'm going to defile your body." Like it's pretty much implied that he mm. raped Joker. So, like, mm. yeah. Wow. I'm glad that he turned Sick. folks into a pack. Freak. Um, yeah, I'm glad like he, whooped, he he did what he had to do, man. It makes it even more satisfying. So, like that, and uh, next up, next week's episode looks like it's going to be very interesting for plot wise because the first the first captain shows up. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm gonna save Rezero for last because I got a lot to say. So, uh, Demon Mis- Demon Misfit basically pulled a complete um, plot twist for me because I didn't see it coming. So, apparently, for those who are watching the show, spoilers. But those who have watched the show. You know what I'm talking about. Um, his the the swordsman Lay, who I'm pretty sure we all thought was a reincarnation of his um, commanding officer uh, back when he was known as the demon the demon tyrant. 
turns out that he was not the reincarnation of that him, but the hero Kanon. Um, so essentially he was misleading because the premise is that people don't believe that the main character is the resurrected demon lord because someone else basically came and rewrote history, so to speak. So everybody thinks that it's this person. And now that person has turned out to be Lay. So next episode looks like it's going to be a big showdown between the two characters, um, which I'm looking forward to. And I think I think the next episode is episode 11. So the week after is probably going to be the last episode. Um, since it's gonna, I think it's twelve episodes for this one. But I, I think if it ends the way I think it's gonna end, I think I will be very satisfied. I mean, I would definitely want a season two, but I mean, like I said, I, I think if it ends the way I think it's gonna end, I'd be more than satisfied with ending there. Um, Uzaki Chan was that a good episode. I that ended bothered me. That ending is unnecessary. It. Did you feel like that's just a rush to go like, yeah, next week's episode is last week, so we need some unnecessary drama? Yes. That's you basically know, how it, it felt It made to me. me sad because it's just like, gee, she's always so happy. It's like, damn, what the hell happened? But it, it was like nothing. It was like nothing in the episode indicate. Like if they were to put some like some context in, in the episode that like she... No, I don't know. Like, cause clearly her mom's not telling her he can't hang out with her. She can't hang out with him. So if it's like she doesn't want to hang out, like it little snippets of she doesn't want to hang out with him because she has feelings for him and she doesn't want that to ruin the relationship. Like snippets of that throughout the season would have been fine, but out of nowhere, just going like we can't hang out anymore. It's clear that you're the next week's episode is the last, and you're just trying to put in some unnecessary unneeded drama for no reason so i'm i'm bothered by that i i gotta take that's definitely gonna take points out when i do a review of the show as a whole because come on now you're better than that um and then millionaire detective uh i like this episode shout out to my man's uh combe getting the suit on and two piece of niggas uh you love to see it uh shout out to his dad literally pimping out on him <laughs> pimping off on him on a freaking hover bike like hey yo nigga i'm out i'm not gonna let you arrest me fuck 12 and he dipped um i rocks with that and i'm just liking the show this the whole show is uh as a far so i think is next week's episode gonna be the no 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 it's not because that's it's episode 11 next week so i guess we have two episodes left right chris chris this is a 12 episode or 13 for uh millionaire detective I think next week is the final episode. I believe. Oh, so it's only eleven episodes? No, no, okay. that's twelve. That's twelve. That's getting twelve. So it's, it's two more. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at. Uh, that. So that's twelve. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, I didn't talk about got a high school. Uh, got a high school. Um, a couple things on that. Uh, I like this week's episode. Um, and I was having a, a little um dialogue in my head. Um. I don't like how they're doing Jin's character in the anime. Um, reason I say this is as someone who's watched the manhwa, uh, remember when I said that in the in the in the manhwa they do a good job of explaining the different martial arts styles, explaining you know the technicalities of like how good is it offensively, defensively, 
um, and what counters those styles. Yeah. I, the reason why I don't like what they're doing with Jen's character in the anime is they're making him out to be a Gary Sue. Is that he has no real, he just learns everything instantly. He has no real, he has no real, um, uh, challenges or struggles and it was painfully obvious with this at least episode I did not like how they handled the fight between him and Eopo reason is because the one thing that the the webtoon series does well is they have is that they clearly express that Jin is um, evolving his style of fighting uh, is learning and evolving his style as he's fighting different opponents they don't do that because there's no real dialogue of him coming up with counterattacks and things of that nature. Whereas in the webtoons, they're like when he when he first entered the Nine Tails form, there was a lot of like discussion in Jin's mind of like how to approach him. Like when he did that, when he did that that moment when he did the long range attack when Jin was in the air. Jin, I think in the webtoons, he was saying like, all right, so he's, I've noticed in this form that you do a lot of attacks um, that are long range. So your weakness is short range attacks. And that's one of his weaknesses in his Fox form that they don't tell you in the, in the show. And yeah. instead, in the, instead in the, instead they just do this kind of, to me now for me, I put myself in the perspective of someone who hasn't watched the webtoons. The way that Jin won the fight was just the BS power up out of nowhere. Whereas in the webtoon, there was a lot of context. There was a lot of Jin learning how to counteract his um, his fight style, and and how and then he basically won as a result. And I don't wait. I don't. I have to look back, but I remember specifically that Jen lost the fight in the webtoons. Like Jen lost the fight in the webtoons and then Mira had to go back up. And basically she, because of the previous fight that he had with Jen and he didn't have enough time to rest up, he was tired and Mira was able to basically wear him out and she won the fight that way. I have to go back and look, but if that's the case, you could tell they are just bullet pointing, they're rushing this shit for some reason and I don't understand why uh and it's starting to piss me off because I do like I really like the webtoons and I'm not I'm not necessarily like this show is ass or anything like that or I'm not going to be like I'm super disappointed but it's like a lot of stuff that they took out of the webtoons are things that they should have left in the anime and a lot of stuff that they put into the anime like that episode four where they dedicated an entire episode to that wedding shit that does add adds nothing to the overall plot is shit they should have taken out and further use that to expand on the different martial arts styles different char side characters backstories that contribute to the plot later on um in jen's and how jen's character arc is him learning to evolve his style through fighting different opponents whereas in the anime it's just like this nigga is god mode he has the fucking kakashi shirting down where he can just see somebody do a move and he can completely perfectly replicate it hmm. i don't like that so whereas i don't like i my like what the trail said last week about the plot and stuff i agree with that i but i could excuse that element 
if they put in the element that made me more so interested in God of high school, which was how they really went into like the technicalities and the depths of martial arts styles around the world, which is why they hosted the tournament in the first place. But oh, you forgot about that. So real quick, so y'all know that I'm not over here fighting to sleep right now. I literally have to walk back and forth in the hallway so I won't fall asleep. It's not because y'all, it's because I'm running on three percent right now. But I was thinking when you and DC was talking about God of High School and stuff like that, and people like to say they just rush into woo woo. You can't rush a steak and expect that shit to be good, folks. Stuff true. take time. You gotta That's sear exactly. that bitch out. You gotta marinate that hoe. You <laughs> gotta flip that meat on both sides, bro. You can't put the as much as it seems like it's cooking faster. Putting that spatula down on that steak on the stove is not making it's not gonna make it. It's not gonna make it well, dog. It's not gonna make it well done anytime soon. That's the problem with God. You're gonna be biting blood. (laughs) It is just the fact that they are so concerned with reaching a deadline because of whatever's going on in the background when it comes to this webtoons and Crunchyroll deal that they're forsaking the elements that attracted people to God of High School, which was, yes, niggas is throwing hands, but the reasoning, like the technicalities behind it and how that connects to the overall plot instead of just throwing shit at it and just making Jin seem, you, you, to me, it's like, you made me not care about the main character. And it's hard to, because I have a very extreme main character bias. It's hard for me to hate, like, Kazuya, is like a as a rare exception, but typically I tend to have a bias towards the main character of a show. And now Jen is in a position where, because he's a Mary Sue, that you're portraying him in the anime, I can't really get behind him because it's like I know he's gonna win because he's had no struggles so far, at all. Um, so that's that's it for God of High School. I just wanted to say that because. This episode, I was I was feeling it in the last episode, but this episode in particular cemented it. Yes, the fight had a beautiful animation, but from someone who's read the webtoons, this it was disappointing for me. Um, and on to ReZero, I love this episode so, so much. <laughs> uh, you know what this episode reminded me of? For y'all, y'all remember um, when Dragon Ball Z Kai was being shown on what was the what was the Saturday? No, no, not Nicktoons. The Kids WB. Yeah, Kids WB. Yeah, whatever it was called at that time. Uh, and because and because of the fact that they didn't have all the episodes at at the time, we, like we were stuck in between the Frieza saga and the Saiyan saga. So they would get to a point in the Frieza saga, and then the next Saturday they'd be like, "We're going back to the Saiyan saga." So they would go, so they would go all the way, so they would go to a certain point in the Frieza saga, and they would go all the way back and show the entire Saiyan saga again. So that's what this reminded me of for ReZero, as far as we finally got to the fucking mansion, only to be thrown back into the forest. <laughs> like it's just like, damn, can we? Can we stay in the mansion, please? That that's that's what I that's all I want to see. But I I did enjoy this episode. Uh, we got a lot more context of Beatrice's character. A lot. Um, a lot. Basically, the fact that she just wants to die. 
she she's been she's been contracted to basically stay in that library and pursue knowledge um and that everything that she does is in a book that has nothing in it and so she's like i can't see the future i'm uncertain and i want to die and then that that messes up with subaru's character are do you think they're just gonna save that for like a season finale chris the fact that he hasn't at he hasn't asked her that question that Rosewall told her two episodes ago. Loki, like, it might be <laughs> the next episode. It really sucks. This is only gonna be thirteen episodes. Damn, but uh, I think I'm thinking going, it's a season finale. Or it something, might be dog. the season finale. If not, it might be next week's episode. I don't know. Like everything's been so unpredictable with this show yeah i will say that like this show is very hard to predict because i thought this episode was he's gonna go talk to her and then he's gonna ask her the question that rosewall told her but no um basically um freaking crazy bitch with the knife showed up and was like i'm here to kill you blah 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 they escape they find out that freaking shorty from the first season who had that dog who gave the curse to um, Subaru that made um, the twins kill him all the time within that yeah. first arc of uh, ReZero. She's she with the ops. Yep. Um, and basically, we find out another piece of the overall threat, which is not only the forest shit, not only the, the manor stuff, but now the village is in trouble. So now Subaru has to find a way to not only prevent what happens in the manor, but prevent what happens in the village. Um, so basically, that whole encounter, Beatrice dies. Uh, she Everybody sends Subaru died. into the freaking uh, no. But she does have she does have a good highlight tape, but yeah. it doesn't mean anything. She gets stabbed in the stomach. Uh, Subaru wakes up in the snow. I thought they. I was like, damn, them rappers about to fuck that nigga up again. Funny again, G. We finna get round to it, the Usagi highlight tape, bro. Uh, but now nah, he basically goes um, back into the place uh, where Amelia is doing the trials, and she is fucked up. Like whatever Rosewall did to her, or whatever trial that she endured, she like listen, Subaru. Nah, I like you, and I want you. I don't care about anybody else but you. So you go, you go, you go stick around with me or, or not. And so basically, he walks out. He's like, "Man, fuck! What am I supposed to do? My left eye is missing. Bitches is dead. The girl I like is crazy. I don't know what to do." And so Garfield's like, "Yo, let's talk to Rosewall. Get so this bitch nigga can uh, give us some answers." Rosewall like, "Man, fuck the bullshit. Kills." Rim Man. and uh and Garfield. and Garfield kick that nigga head off. Surprise the hell! I was not expect. I was not expecting what was. I was like, yeah, they was in my way. They was, inter- they was interrupting my conversation. Garfield like, I'm gonna save you, Ram. And he like, yo, shut the fuck up. Kick that nigga's head off. I'm just. I'm like Subaru at this point. G. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I thought we had a plan next last episode. Nope. No plan. Uh. They basically the rabbits pull up. They like, hey man, it's trying to munch munch. You feel me? Y'all got a lot of mana. I like mana. I'm finna crawl up your booty hole again. Subaru was good. <laughs> and then and then Rosewall turns around to Subaru like, nigga, I ain't finna fight these. I know you. I basically know you can return to death, but I ain't gonna remember shit. And I'm not finna fight these fucking rabbits because why the hell would I? I'm gonna let them eat me up. They go do it eventually. 
So you basically see the rabbits. You see most of the rabbits go towards Rosewall, but then you see like a couple of couple of them in the cut, head towards Super Lake. Hey, we forget about you, bitch, nigga. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, look, that man, nigga up. Good, man. So then the, the creepiest part of the episode was like the final. They show in a, like a static television view. Super go back to the place where um Amelia, crazy yeah. Amelia is and like they're playing this creepy song in the background too and she's basically like oh my god you came back to me I'm so happy and it's like sit on my lap sit on my lap uh and then she's basically like oh I, I like you so much um she's like you know what's weird Subaru is that I like the fact that you help people but I just want you to only help me but then I wouldn't like that because I want you to help other people. Just basically crazy shit. And then Subaru, and they cuts to show Subaru's whole body. Nigga got bite marks all over him. He's basically like slowly dying at this point. Fucked up. And then the episode basically ends with her kissing Subaru as he dies. And the title of the episode of this week's episode was The Taste of Death. That's some sick shit. <laughs> so, See, this is the most wild episode I ever seen. This, I was like, you know this what? was the wildest episode of season two. I thought when he initially got ate up by them rabbits, I was like, this episode legitimately felt like the as, as a visual novel sense, this felt like the you fucked up ending. You pissed everybody off. You chose all the wrong answers, and we're gonna give you a death that's so ironic, it's hilarious. So this is what that's what this episode was, and I, I freaking liked it. Um, I cannot wait for next week's episode. This, all in all, as far as the weeklies are concerned, is a is a batch of good episodes, with the exception of like God of High School parts and uh, Simp Tales. But that's it for me. All right, cool. So let's go ahead. Uh, me and DC Daytrail, if he's still awake, we're gonna talk about uh, Call I'm of here. Duty. Oh, okay, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I'm calling it's not Cold War, it's Cold War. That's how I'm saying it for now on. But uh Alpha. So the Alpha of the game came out after being announced during the PlayStation Showcase, which we'll talk about later. Uh and PlayStation got exclusive rights to said alpha. Now, going in, I know this is an alpha, but for Call of Duty standards, this is probably the damn beta. Let's just keep it G real. And then the beta, when the beta up comes out, that's the demo and probably ninety percent of the game. We know the rules at this point. If you don't get it, you don't get it. But going in, I wasn't expecting much. So, and as always with Call of Duty, I have a earn me perspective with them. You want me to buy your game? Earn me. They were very close with Modern Warfare. But Warzone came out, and I actually like Warzone. I just have nobody to play with. But, different story for a different day. But overall impressions of Cold War. Um... Should we start with the positives, or should we go straight negative? Yeah, be, we all we gotta be fair here yeah, at the blood. Before we get into the slander, we gotta let everybody know that we are not just a slander podcast. We can be positive. Yeah, we can definitely be positive. So we're gonna go uh, with the positives first. Datra, go first with your positive. Yeah, I'm glad you told me to go first. Not only is I'm seeing bunny top around my eyelids. But I also played the least of this game, so it's best that I go first. Um, I played a little bit of it yesterday. Um, I'll just go out the gate. I stopped playing. I got bored and frustrated at the same time, which is not a good combo for me because I'm going to leave a fucking game in a heartbeat. Um, 
I would say this though, my biggest positive is that the game it is butter, bro. So good when it comes to like how it feels. It's like I would say a hot fan. Fan. F-A-N. Fan. Buy the game just off that. Because you niggas been getting digged down by every other thing. So um y'all can hear me. I'm not lagging or nothing. No, you good, you good. All right, yeah. cool. My, you know this computer. Um but uh y'all been getting digged down since the dawn of time. So if y'all guys will say something like Minor Wolf Black Ops 4 or insert Call of Duty that came after 2008 here, um, you guys will, will love this game. It is so smooth. Um, it's beautiful. I think that's a thing. It's going to look amazing next-gen consoles. Like, it's going to look really freaking good. Um, I'm literally trying to find positive things to say before we go into next tiers. All right. If you, um, that's it. Don't force it. There's no specialist. Thank God. Yeah, no specialist. Yeah. Um, there, if people who play three a lot knows how stupid and non-needed specialist abilities was, and God, it made yeah. no sense. Um, so there's no specialist. Even if you play a Black Ops Four, like that specialist gameplay is is just stupid. Um. I didn't get streaks, so I can't talk about that. I got my ass beat. Um, it's it's just, it's it's a really good it's a really good step up for that genre. Uh, I'm, I'm, slander is going to be as short as my praise because I didn't play that much because I'm an OG now. I'm old. I'm an old man. Though I am 24, I've been gaming since I pick up a controller with my two hands. I am an old man in terms of games. That's why I have this. Well, y'all can't see it, but I have a picture in the Zoom call of old Jordan because, well, not old Jordan, but like, you know, I'm here to ruck shot on the lead because the Russians killed my father, Jordan. Um, and <laughs> the reason is because, you know, I'm, I'm, I ain't the same, but I'm still, but I'm definitely not the same in COD, bro. I never was really good at COD games and me taking two years. No, it's more than it's been yeah, like, two years, right? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been uh, the last we the last ones we've really been playing was Black World Ops. War II, that was free, and Black Ops and, Three uh, the yeah. last last one. That we World played. War Two, I wouldn't count that as playing. His ass, it's very ass. That was a hey, it's free. Let's see what it is, and immediately regret that decision type joint. Um, Black Ops Three is something we played, actually. Yeah. Being like, hey, y'all, we about to hop on Ops. Or first game I played when I turned on my PlayStation is Black Ops. We played that shit. Black Ops 3. We played that. So that was the last Black Ops I played. And imagine we ran through our six with our walls with that game. So we played that game for years after it released. Um, but so like I said, I'm rusty. But all in all, the game is like butter. The game is like when you got a skillet and you about to make some pancakes. And even though you spray the pan, you're like, yo, I don't want these pancakes to stick, but I also want that little crust on the end of them. So you go in your refrigerator and you get the thing, the, the stick of butter. And <laughs> your mom never told you about measurement. <laughs> so you was like, but I want my shit really, really buttery. So you can let the ancestors speak to you. And you cut half, like half of that fucking stick of butter. And you just <laughs> plopped it on that goddamn <laughs> skillet. 
and you waited until they melted a little bit and you threw that pancake on them. And as you flipped that bitch, you saw that golden, crisp, really, really crisp pancake. And you like, yeah. And you waited two minutes, you took it off. You're like, bro, I'm about to bite into this buttery, smooth pancake just to realize you undercooked and that shit is in your mouth all gooey and whatnot. That's yeah. Call of Duty for me. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, DC, we're going to tag team this. So uh, positives, I think you probably have less positives than me. So you go ahead, DC. Uh, I don't think I have a single one. Like, like Nitro <laughs> may be the oldest one. I'm the youngest in terms of video games. I'd never played. Oh, uh, Chris, the oldest. He I'm the oldest. I, that well, was I'm the John Thurman when it comes to the games. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris, and then I'm at the absolute bottom. I don't play. Like, the most video games I've ever played in my life is when I got this PS4 and I got in these parties. So, like, the only card that I can say that I played was, was it, what? It was Black Ops um, 3 that we were all playing. Yeah, that was it's the only one I played. And in a little bit of Warzone, I don't like Warzone at all. So um, this, I guess, I, like like they, like Byron asked me the other day, he said, what do I think of the game? I can't tell you because I don't know. <laughs> so um, I will say that I had laughs. Uh, I got some, I wasn't completely asked at the beginning, but towards the end of the day, I just started getting we we started getting throated nonetheless. So, um, like the fact that it's not deleted off my system, I guess is a positive for them. But <laughs> I don't have anything else to say, honestly. Like I couldn't tell. Like you said, it was fluid. I couldn't tell. I I don't know. So that's all I got to say <laughs> for positives for me. All right. So I'm gonna end off positives. Like Datra said, this is very smooth for especially for Alpha. Like I don't think I've really seen no major like hitches and uh glitches in terms of just how it plays in terms of like animations and stuff very smooth i like that that's cool you don't get that that often so shout out to activision y'all servers shotguns are lit like i have a list here so shotguns are lit and i don't mean like in a broken type way but like shotguns really work on this game how they're supposed to work. So if you're in close range, you're probably going to one-shot a nigga. If you're in, like, short-medium range, two shots, that nigga should be dead. <laughs> so sure. I felt satisfied using shotguns and all of it, having that as my secondary. Uh, let's see. Did I have any other positives? Health bars help on this game. Health bars really help because, you know, the classic argument of, I shot this nigga... Why ain't he dead? Seeing the health bars let you actually know, like, hey, you didn't really shoot this nigga. The bullets kind of went around him, and you're going to die now. So, I like that. It's fun when you play with Byron. <laughs> Man. That's a positive. It's, it's a little bit more fun when you play with Byron. I actually like the battlefield type mode when it's, like, actually, like, the most people on the screen. I think it's 24 for that mode. That was actually pretty fun. I can't cap. That was actually fun. Being able to use vehicles and tanks and all that to get niggas up out oh, of yeah, here. That was, fun. that was actually fun. That's all my positives. So, uh, Daytra, I'll let you start off with your negatives. You there? All right. I think we lost Daytra. He might be night night. Anyway, so let's go ahead and get into our negatives, G. 
So, uh, hmm, it's a lot to say. I can uh, go first because yeah, you could probably spot more than me. Yeah. Um, like my main negative is that I think everybody across the board had the same problem. You couldn't really tell who was who. Yes, that's um, the like biggest. Multiple times, bro. Like Chris even said it. He was like, "We'll be me and Chris will." intersect at a point point our guns at each other and realize oh this is a, a teammate and then we both get clapped by a guy that we didn't even see their icon or any indication that they were there in the first place i'll get shot in the face from a dude and i'm direct i'm looking directly at an area i get killed and i look at the kill cam and he was right in front of me i literally was focused in front of me i couldn't see him so i don't know how you could fix that but that was like that was a negative for me uh, hey, yo, my bad if you called yeah. on me. I had to go get my phone charger out the car. What the oh, fuck? Charge, bitch. <laughs> um, Motherfucker. I'll fix that later. I'm about to cry. Um, Sorry for cursing again. I'm, I'm really, this is not a meme at this point. I'm really trying to stop cursing. Uh, and if I apologize a lot, it will probably help. It's not helping. Um, My biggest negative I don't know what the hell Chris said because I was outside dancing to some fucking reggae music with them chicks. But no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but I was outside I trying was to get my. You should have came. I was like, why you come back? Um, <laughs> look, bro, this podcast is worth more than pussy at the moment. Um, but uh, I think they are all. Look, bro, look, the sleep is getting to me, so I'm, I'm not saying something wild, but I'm going to say something tinsy tiny. I think they're all lesbians, bro, that lives under us. It ain't nothing but bitches out there, bro. Like, I'm not. I can. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> like, I know we're about to have a little cutoff moment, but didn't Chad say trap music was playing and somebody came to uh, slung them Yo, down? hey, bro, a mini fresh type little boozy thing probably came through. I hope not. <laughs> you said you hope not, huh? I said, like, look, man. Hey, G. The most powerful weapon in the in the thing that always trumps men is the strap, and I ain't talking about a gun. Um, but <laughs> I probably if they need a third um, though. What you say? I said when they need a third, hopefully they. You mean uh, when they need a third, bro? If they buy okay, how great you out, bro? You out? You ain't out doing the strap. Hey man, as <laughs> long as I get there, I'll take the W. I don't. I ain't trying to. <laughs> I'm gonna get my guy. Fucking shit! Fucking shit! I might not win. I'm doing it for the love of the game. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, Chris. We called Pat at the job, Nick Collison, folks. <laughs> Me and Dustin was in there fucking tweaking, bro. We said she done. We said she just done, bro. She not even trying to play no more. She just done for the love of the Nick Collison. Go hang her jersey up, G. But uh, my bad, y'all. Uh, look, this sleep killing me. Um... So, uh, my biggest gripe is the fact that it's a Call of Duty game. And this is still for the time. Um, nigga, the maps are ass. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> Horrible. Both of them. I don't care. Miami is a little bit better. No, no, no. Fuck that. Okay? It's not a little bit better. The, I don't know where even, like, the control. I didn't have a, a sense of control of the map when I was there. Every time I thought I can go get a flank on the person, I got shot in my ass. Good thing, though, footsteps are really, really loud in that game. It's just that when I turned around, I ended up in the fucking dirt. 
So, um, uh, footsteps are loud, which is a good thing, but also a bad thing if you're a runner. Like I am, I run and gun. That's why I don't have like games where I'm going 52 and one. I'll probably go like 52 and and 23 or something like that because I, I'm running gun. Um, but in, in the sense of um, unless it's Black Ops 3, I can go a smooth 52 and like 17. You know, it ain't that much better, but it, it looked nice. Um, but uh, this game in particular, uh, I just did, I just didn't like it. Uh, it was smooth. Like that was the only thing that kept me playing because I felt good. It felt like butter as I was walking through the map. The gun came up and down. You know when you going in and out of sights, felt so good. It was just everything else. That sand map, bro. It was so dumb trying to shoot niggas hiding behind sand dunes. Like nigga, why would you put that in a map? Like and you that. already know the first thing people do in Call of Duty, especially when they got a micro penis, is try to snipe. That's the first thing they try to do. Mm-hmm. First thing. I want to see the fucking quick scope niggas so they can upload it on YouTube. And the only other people that watch it is the same niggas with micro penises, bro. So that's the only that's the only thing mugs do when they first get a Call of Duty. So while in the beta. Would you make one of the only fucking retarded, stupid maps that you got one all sand, a bunch of rocks, and hills or in or dunes? Why would you do that? It makes no sense. It actually sucks. Um, and I was like, I would say if you're a Call of Duty fan, like you're used to not having lube as they fuck you every single year. You're used to slobbing down and swallowing every drip of cum that Call of Duty puts on your lip. You're used to eating the ass of a game developer who loves to take the money away from you. And I was about to say something even worse. If you're used to that, buy this game. You will love it. If you're not used to that, run. You ain't got to accept it. You don't have to get physically assaulted by said gaming company. You You don't have to waste your time. You can sit there. And find a different game to play. I'm playing Witcher. That game is older than half of my sins. Find mm. something else to play. You know what I'm saying? So, all in all, them negatives are fucking negatives for me. I ain't buying that shit. Cam ain't buying that shit. The only how that shit would be in my PlayStation if Activision really came up here and said, play that shit. They ain't gonna play that shit. So it won't be played. I'm PlayStation okay. Plus five years from now. Hey. You know, you know how we do. You should. I, I, I use that time to play a lot of games I didn't have. Did they last my system? Of course not, because there's a reason I never bought them. But, you know, PlayStation Plus five years from now, when everybody playing Call of Duty, Black Ops, we still doing that to y'all ass. You know, they playing that, so. All right, yeah. cool. Uh, DC, you had any more negatives before I go? No, that, that's it. All right, cool. So here's my list. First and foremost, like Daytrail said, I'm going to double down on that shit. Them maps is ass. Horrible. Trash. That's, that satellite map, Africa, wherever the heck it was. I don't Ain't ever want to see that map ever again, G. Literally. The fact that niggas literally said, hey, I'm going to go to the sand area and snipe niggas. For one, at first it was it was like, all right, I know where y'all at. I'm just going to shoot y'all. But when it's like three dudes over there sitting there trying to snipe Bro, that is toxic, G. It is just toxic in itself. 
Miami's probably the best map, and that's not saying it best as it is good. It's just the most <laughs> tolerable map. The most tolerable map. Sorry. And the other map, Moscow, was cool, but it's like, gee, it's too many death traps on that map. It's like literally spots where literally if you have, you can control the point if you are ganged up enough. And that's literally what niggas did. Um, so, fuck the maps. Uh, the Battlefield type map was really good, though. I, I genuinely did enjoy that map. Um, and actually felt competitive and not toxic. Um, oh, hold on, let me pull up my list. Phone screen went dark. Uh, snipers are broken. Because even then, once again, the, I watched. I watched the kill cams. Niggas was not hitting me, and I died. So fuck them sniper rifles, G, all together. And like DC said, doubling down on that, I don't know who the hell the enemy is. Literally, <laughs> like I could, yeah. like you'll know who your teammate is because, like, the, you got the blue icon or whatever. G, you don't know who the enemy is. Like they don't, like I'm, like I don't, I understand. Like, hey, you want to put the challenge to it, but bro, some of these maps you can't see people. You really can't see nobody. So, like, for the fact that a dude who probably has a crazier gaming TV than I do. Or whatever is probably is able to see like oh yeah that's a person running around right there let me go shoot him from a long distance I literally can't see you literally have to pay attention and catch a moving body just to see somebody and the only way for the screen to acknowledge oh that's the enemy is once you uh shoot at the person that's stupid it's hell normally on always on Call of Duty it's a red dot at least letting you know that's the enemy not on the map. But as you during the actual game in itself, always. So it's like, gee, that is a very bullshit thing, and they need to fix that immediately. You so you could put a dot over here, same way y'all added the mini map on Modern Warfare during the beta. I remember. So that just popped in my head when we were playing Kill Confirm yesterday. So add on to the fact that you can't see niggas. So imagine that while playing a game like Kill Confirm. I used to think Kill Confirm was one of the best games next to Team Deathmatch. It's so still one of my Kill favorites. But yeah, like it's worse on Kill Confirm because literally yeah. you can't see. And like, then you try to go get a goddamn thing, you get shot down. There's no point of even getting them. Yep. You get shot. You getting drilled, smoked immediately because you was trying to play the play the mode, which goes into my next one. Fuck sliding. Niggas is out here looking like they still in bases like goddamn Barry Bonds and King Griffey Jr. and they prime, my nigga. Gee, I never really seen somebody slide and shoot me so often before. Like, bro, Black Ops 3, niggas could slide, jump, and do flips and stuff. It wasn't this bad. It wasn't this bad, bro. Niggas is literally sliding and you die. If you get to slide, you will probably get the kill. Plain and simple, bro. Like, sliding on here is horrible, bro. Uh... Meleeing, uh, bring knives back, bro. Bring these knives back. It's no, it's multiple times where both me and DC tried to melee a person. It didn't work, and we died. It, it did not work, and we immediately died. Normally, melee is supposed to be an insta kill. Because for one, if I get close to you, I should be, literally I should have the right to hit you. I'm hitting you in the face with a damn steel gun. It's made out of metal. It, it's going to hurt. You should die. So, I'm, like, even if you don't bring knives back, meleeing should feel rewarded if somebody is stupid enough to let you get close to them. 
if not, just bring knives back and just let the bring the magical charge back. I'm I'm actually cool with that. Because for one, I let the nigga get close enough where he's in kill distance. It's like freaking Among Us. I was stupid enough to let you get close to me. So that's how I feel like when the melee. <laughs> melee is absolutely useless on this game. So that's probably why snipers is going to rule. That's why uh certain scopes is going to be fine because niggas is going to be able to keep their distance safely and just kill you. And also just shooting off the hip. Because if you're stu- once again stupid enough to get close, you're going to get clapped. Because you have to hit the person two, three times for them to die off a of melee. That makes no sense. Because at the first hit, I'm backing up and I'm going to just shoot you. So, fuck that. Uh, what else? Don't know about who's the enemy, no knives. The sweats. But that's nothing new in itself. It was this one dude named McDeckard. He literally got at me and DC's ass. Um, respawns are horrible. Very bad. They just suck all together. I expect that from Call of Duty at this point. I think that's just a, a staple of just making respawns just suck. Um, and then finally, it takes five seconds to throw grenades. Like, legit, dude takes it off his chest. It's literally takes two seconds, and, and that takes like two seconds. Two seconds to throw it, and then five, and then the last second is just to literally just to get it out of his hand. Fuck that, G. That's horrible. That's trash. So literally, you can't throw grenades. No, grenades are useless. Because there's a whole ass animation just to throw a grenade. So that's goofy. And that's pretty... Oh, and the final one is, eventually when Byron gets fed up, it's not fun no more. That's the final one. So, bump this game. Uh, it, it is smooth. I had fun at spurts. But is it worth $60? $70 if you get the uh, next-gen bundle. Look, man. Be my guest. If you like COD, you're going to get it. So what you're like saying it. is I can delete this alpha, right? Because I have it downloaded. Go ahead, Cam. If you want to record it, go ahead. But, uh, but yeah, go like if like to me, it's just not it. Like I'm, I will probably play the beta because it is going to be open beta. I will play that and see improvements. But as of right now, this is not a purchase for me. It's not a purchase for me on PS4. It's not a purchase for me for PS5. So, all together, it's a nah for me. But COD fans are probably going to eat it up. But even our homie Byron, who loves COD, didn't have that much fun playing it. At least from what I can tell. Uh, he was fed up. Yeah, he was fed up pretty fast. So, and, like, Byron's pretty patient. And he, he's really good. But, um, but yeah, so those are our thoughts on cold war so it is what it is uh let's go ahead and get into news this week uh excuse me quick comic book hero movie news henry cavill is rumored to have signed the three three movie solo deal to come back as superman for the dcu dc movie universe hey man the dc universe is a is a Thing I'm about to look out for for this next ten years, cause I'm I'm glad that they got him back too, cause like like Daytro said, man, you can't get nobody else to play Soups. and no, hopefully get, no, you could get uh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> All right, he he's too busy uh, trying to be typecasted as Black Panther, mm. cause niggas want want him back. 
I hope that don't happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably the only Henry Convown stand. I don't even know how to say his last. I you know I'm not really Camille. a stand. I just like two things that he do. Um, does it really well. I what'd you say? I say he does those two things really well. Um, I don't. I'm. I like Man of Steel. Not the biggest fan of Man of Steel. Still my favorite. It's probably my five favorite superhero movie. I don't like comic book movies like that anymore. We know, Gene. Um, no, <laughs> I don't. Um, uh, I'm just happy he's back. Or uh, rumors that he's back and stuff like that. You can't pin in a superhero. There's only two things that has to stay casted uh, that he does. He'll play Kal-El, Clark Kent, Superman, whatever his name is, and him playing Gerald of Rivia, the White Wolf of Caramorn, the Butcher of Blaviken. My nigga. So, yeah. All right, cool. Any other thoughts? Or... All right, cool. Moving on. Uh, old, uh, DC, the One Piece news revolving Oda. You want to uh, bring that up? Okay, yeah. So I think we said it on the pod like two or three weeks ago when when the uh, the editor said that One Piece has five years left, and Oda came in another interview and he doubled down on it, but then he also added context to it, say, stating that the bulk of Luffy's journey or like the most important or juicy parts are gonna end in five years. So it's basically saying it's not gonna be five years. It's probably going to be like how we predicted seven, eight. So that so he's saying that it's not going to end at exactly five years. So don't expect it to end at exactly five years, and, and that is just the climax of the story is going to be around that ballpark at that time. And then um, they just need to stop saying shit like that yeah. in general. <laughs> All the time to save them, but <laughs> just let it be. Let, let, let him be. end it when he ends it. Not stop saying five years. Stop saying the next arc is going to be the like, like you just shut up. Yeah. The not. crazy thing is that creates more harm than it does like good. Even for fans who are like, oh, I want this to go on forever. Because in your mind, you always going to think that the ending's coming. And yeah. when it don't come, you're going to be pissed. It's been five years older. Yeah, you're going to be pissed because you because you think the ending is, is around the corner. It's not. So it, people should really shut up about it and let it just end naturally. Because it's going to be... It's, in this day, it's very, very hard to have people satisfied at your end. So I'll just be quiet about it also. However. We should be. Um, so, like, like, we, like, no one's surprised. They do this every year. I remember when they said, like, in 2018, it was 80% done. Right. And then I found, <laughs> found out that they said that two years prior to that. So, we, we, One Piece is going to be here to stay for a while. They're saying like the next two arcs after whole cake was gonna be the last ones or some shit like that. Yeah, they said that too. They said um that uh they said some people said that one of I don't know if this confirmed, but they said Wanda was gonna be the longest arc and that we're gonna be here and this is kinda like the last saga or something like that. But I don't believe that either. Um I think the only other thing out of the interview that oh, that, that was brought up was that a lot of people want to see Luffy's mom and the voice actor for Luffy. Uh, she came out and stated what Oda said about Luffy's mom. And she said that Oda specifically told her that 
a young man's journey begins when he leaves the arms of his mother and that Luffy's journey is about Luffy's journey and he doesn't see his mother playing a role in that. So people are trying to say, oh, Luffy's mom isn't going to be important to the series. And some people are kind of like iffy about it or whatever. But I just, me personally, that's just him saying, I'm going to get to it when I get to it. Don't rush me. But um, that was like the only other thing uh, he did. Yeah, I say, yeah, I don't say. Like, I, I understand what he's saying, but like, yeah. he had a he had a Hachi Man moment. He thought he was saying something cool, but he wasn't. Um, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> like a young man's journey. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of context to that though. Like, niggas just don't leave their moms and never talk to them or mention them ever again. Yeah. So I definitely would like to see Luffy's mom, unless she's the fucking One Piece herself. Like, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, uh, but like, if it's something like, because I, I feel like if it, the problem with create, like I said, like that, and this is a problem that I don't know if it's the editors or Oda is when they create false hype, where it's like, it it better be something big. Or else I'm gonna be like, you opened up your mouth again, and you, you and you said something that didn't happen. So like, unless it's like something like, holy shit, Luffy's mom is, uh, the freaking dude on the throne or whatever, or, uh, the freaking uh president of the world, or she's the leader of a colony in space or something. I I'm gonna be like, yo, what's going on, Oda? I'm I'm the same boat. I expected I expect things to come from his mom. And he's had multiple characters where their mothers were vital to their characters. And there's like three on the stride four on the stripes that I could name. Nami, Sanji, Robin, and Usopp, their mothers played a big role in their lives. So I, I don't believe that ter- I don't believe that saying or that term one bit. And I know he probably has something cooking. Just don't make her a celestial dragon and you won't hear me complain. But yeah, oh, man. I don't. I don't really. <laughs> that would. I don't be want wild. that. Luffy's gonna be the reincarnation. That would bro. be wild. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Luffy's bro. the reincarnation of a uh, Goldie Roger, and his mom is a celestial dragon. And dragon, um, like he's gonna be like it's gonna be an Ichigo situation where he, um, oh, he came from God. the moon. <laughs> so Luffy's everything. <laughs> Oh God! He has he has the ability to eat multiple devil fruits because he has both, and that uh, Blackbeard is his brother reincarnated, and that they're the two to save the uh, the world from Eam. I'm good on that prophecy. Well, it, it I don't care. Like prophecy could be okay, but just don't have it be like. Nah, I'm, I'm just not. It's whatever. Y'all know what I mean by that. But that's it from the interview. I don't have any more information than that. All right, cool. A uh, couple other pieces, quick pieces of news. Uh, Demon Slayer has now has over a hundred million copies in circulation. Mm. Um, that's, that's a lot. Uh, it's a bag. Forgot that's about definitely this. Definitely a bag. And that movie's, I think, it's about to come out in Japan. I don't so, care. I, I know. I know. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but. In terms of just the amount of money that they're about to be making. <laughs> they're definitely going to make a lot of money. They're but, going to make a lot of money, especially since movie theaters are sort of becoming a thing again. So, 
For now. For now, at least. Exactly. Yeah. For now. So Corona says, uh, I ain't leave. COVID's gonna be like, and look, man, y'all niggas think I'm a bitch. All right, man. Well, season two. <laughs> y'all, y'all anime's like taking a course. Right, Our course coming out. Right, <laughs> Until y'all, th- y'all take me serious. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I ain't never gonna stop. Uh, then last piece of anime news, cause I'm cutting shit out because of time reasons. Uh, Shaman King, uh, teaser trailer dropped coming out in 2021. They have, I don't think I'm hearing spring or summer. So mm-hmm. be on lookout. I'll for get that. more hype when we get an official confirmation date. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, moving on to gaming. Uh, Cam, I'll let you talk about this guy. I'll talk. I'll talk that more about in the relations to um the mini direct that Nintendo had as well. Um, because I mean it got overshadowed by PlayStation stuff, obviously. But Nintendo did have a another third party mini direct. Um, in there they showcased um. Third party games that are coming to the Switch. Most of them, the biggest one was um, there's going to be a new Monster Hunter game uh, called Monster Hunter Rise. It looks amazing. It looks really freaking good, and I'm definitely going to get that on the Switch. Um, so I, whatever, Sony. Uh, I um, am very much looking forward to that. And then they didn't put. I don't think they put this guy in there. They just released a trailer of it before they did the mini direct. Um, but uh, I thought at first, because sometimes when it comes to trailer releases of third-party games, I oftentimes see Nintendo Switch drop it first before like PlayStation or Xbox. Uh, but it turns out that this guy is six uh, is going to be a Switch exclusive. I'm fine. I have a Switch, so. Uh, that's just another game I can play on, especially I can play it on the go as well, and I can play it on my bed when I don't feel like watching my TV or anything like that, which is one of the best things about having a Switch. Um, so yeah, I'm very much. Uh, I don't think I've really said it on this podcast, but uh, the 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 company that develops it, uh, Nippo Nichi, uh, and also shout out to um, Xbox Game Pass because this guy of four complete plus uh, recently came out this week. But it was on the Game Pass, so now I have it on my PC, and I'm about, I'm gonna play that pretty shortly. But I love this Gaia. It is one of my favorite um, SRPGs. Uh, well, I guess it's JSRPGs, Japanese strategy role-playing games of all time. Um, it's a wacky ass game that basically it doesn't it it can take itself seriously, but it doesn't, and I like it. Um, and it's one of the more unique ones where it's like it's not like Fire Emblem where things are kind of structured it's the complete opposite where the level cap um, the maximum level is 9999 you can continuously like build your stats up to like trillions upon trillions of like attack defense hit defense like it just wacky shit you can upgrade your your weapon levels up to like 999 um there's no damage cap in the game so you can continuously you know, do a shit ton of damage to the enemy. It's just a, it's just a, it's a lot of fun. It's a very fun strategy game. Uh, and then I think in the trailer they said that they've even removed some of the, the like the level. So like I think they said that you can, in this guy six, you can go beyond level nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, and you can do well over like 
999 quadrillion damage or something, whatever they said. So, like, I am very much looking forward to it. It's coming out next year. Um, and Switch is doing their thing. Um, I know, like, this is going to be, we're coming up on the season of PlayStation and Xbox, but Nintendo, like, I will say one thing Nintendo does well is they, they definitely know how to go, like, yeah, yeah, you know, Xbox, Sony. But look at what's coming. Look at what's coming exclusively to the Switch, specifically to the Switch. And I love, I love how Nintendo completely both in this small fans aspect because I believe the other two companies don't care about nothing but the dollar bill sign. But I love how them and their fans literally stay out of the console war every single year. Exactly. Love Nintendo so does not. Does Nintendo is not within the generation. Well, they're in the generation, but they don't release consoles or anything with they don't go on sony and xbox schedule they don't give a fuck about them and that's why nintendo is so successful is because they don't care they have they know they have a dedicated fan base they know that they're the biggest market that they massively appeal towards which is children and adults with children they good so as long as they continue to appeal to that demographic and not give a fuck about the console war, they're going to continuously be. It's the reason why the Switch it, it became one of the most um, bought out systems, dominating the Xbox One. Not quite close to the PS4, but they dominated as soon as they released the Switch to market. So, and now they have another Switch model that's coming out next year. So. It's, Nintendo doing their thing, man. Nintendo doing their thing. And then to continue on with Nintendo news, um, because I don't know if this is on the topic list, but um, Japan has, or Nintendo Japan, I think, has officially come out and said that they are discontinuing the 3DS. Uh, the 3DS. Um, it, it, I would definitely say, I, it, I was kind of sad when I heard the news, because I would go on record to say this, because I pretty much have had when it comes to like the main, not not like the damn like Tiger Electronics or shit like that, but like Game Boy, DS, PSP, I've owned pretty much every single handheld console that has ever come out. Um, and in my experience um, with the the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, uh, Nintendo DS, uh, Nintendo DSi, uh, 3DS. Um, PSP and the PS Vita, at all of them, I will say that the Nintendo 3DS is the best handheld console of all time. Nothing comes close to it. Um, oh, the Nintendo Mini. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, <laughs> when it comes when it comes to game, when it comes to exclusives, when it comes to just how they handle the um, the the 3DS marketing and things like that, it. It was just, it was amazing. Um, I got my, and just to put it, put it into perspective, the 3S came out when I was in middle school. So I think it, I think this was when I was in, I want to say around seventh, sixth or sixth or seventh grade around that time. Um, but I didn't get a P, I didn't get a 3DS until, um, and shout out to Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts three, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance uh, came out because. Kingdom Hearts love to do this shit where they released a new game on every new system. So our, us as fans had to essentially shell out more than $100 to keep up with the Kingdom Hearts franchise. That's another story for another day. But um, 
when that game came out, I had to get a 3DS because I wanted to play it. Um, so I got a 3DS 20, 2012. I had my 3DS for eight years. Eight years. And I've played nothing but gems on there. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, Kingdom Hearts Drop Distance, Persona Q, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, uh, 3D, um, Super Mario, Super Mario Land 3D, uh, Fire Emblem Fates, Fire Emblem uh, Echoes, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, uh, Shin Megami Tensei If, like just so many games, so many exclusives, so many get reasons why you want to get a 3DS in the first place. And I've loved every single minute of it. Uh, I'm still wow. going to keep my 3DS. Um, <laughs> Oh, I talk about the Game Boy Micro. My friend had the Game Boy Micro. Um, I played a little bit of it. I would like to say, hey, cuz, I think cuz shit got snatched, bro. Hey, cuz! Yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember my my friend had that. And, like, I was, because I, I still had my, I, had, I still had the, um, the advanced SP, because the micro came after the SP. And I was yeah, like, I was why would I get that? That bitch, DC, I don't know if you've ever seen this thing before, bro. That bitch was small, bro. Yeah, it was extremely small. Small. I don't even know why anybody would play that. There's bro. no purpose of you getting the micro. And I remember the battery life on that thing was shit, too. <laughs> like, I, I, I remember because my friend had it. He said he fully charged it the morning. And then that, that thing lasted him all of recess time. <laughs> I'm trying and to I was just what like, the shape looked like. Yeah, it that thing familiar. It's a, it was a rectangle. It was like a rectangle, a small rectangle. When you got a Hershey, a full Hershey box, but when you open it and it's the individual bricks. Oh, okay. It was snack size. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. And then like he had big hands too, so I was like, "Bro, you know you bogus yourself buying that micro." Dumb as hell for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but I mean that that's just goes to like Nintendo's. I I, I don't think they're gonna really go back into the handheld market because of the way the Switch is. But if they were to ever make a 4DS or whatever in the future, I don't know, I'd be down for it. Um, but I, as long as, like, uh, as far as the 3DS concerned, they stop productions. I would say even in 2020, right? I would say that I would honestly recommend people invest in a 3DS. I know you may you might have a Switch or whatever, but still, like, the 3DS has gems, really 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 good games um that you should definitely experience and definitely play now unless the switch does something in the future where they have like because they're doing it with the the, the nes the snes um the, maybe eventually the 64 gamecube where they eventually add 3ds games into the switch library then i would say definitely invest in those games but if that probably won't be for a while so and I'm pretty sure 3DSs is like, you can probably find one for like less than $100 if you know how to look. So it's sad, but um, it was it, it was a good opportunity for me to reminisce on how great of a system it was. All right, cool. Yo, they got a DJ now, bro. They getting this joint busting, fool. Hey, man, I'm going yeah, over. I, think, I'm in a I don't think it's a DJ. I think they just. 
They bring out a microphone or something. Yeah. Let's see what's to that. Well, it's like the hey, music man, or something. Going to your crib I'm going to see what this is. I'm Gucci on it. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, shout out to the, the Nintendo Direct and RIP to the 3DS, man. Uh, So, PlayStation Showcase, Fiasco, all of that. I think we need to break this down in half. We're going to talk about the showcase and everything that went wrong. And then the pre-order stuff. So, showcase. What we pretty much got was... I'm trying to make sure every... At least major trailer that was worth a damn. We saw uh, gameplay footage of uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. That looks really great on the PS5. Because shout out to you. Oh, you skipped something, my guy. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just going off the top of my head. Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 16 happened. Well, and I, the funny thing that I, I just found it hilarious that that was the only game that said, hey, this is running off a of PC. I just found that hilarious. But I already know that game ain't. They, then they say that was 2022 or 21. Oh, we didn't. We didn't get no date. Oh, okay. I thought that <laughs> this was, is I Square. This is Square Enix. We talking about all yeah. my Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. We already know. That game I'm already gonna out call it. 2024. The first. Do not take that first official release date seriously. Estimate that bitch coming out the year after. So if it says like 2024, like December 2024, December 2025 is when it's gonna come out. Exactly. So, from the first trailer, bro, looking at that bitch, seeing them do game playing all that type of stuff, I looked at that shit. That shit reminded me of when fucking platinum, should we call it platinum? Whatever that shit was called, bro. When they had that gameplay of fifteen, and talking about the demo, the, the Final Fantasy, yeah, and then Final Fantasy seven, bro. When they showed the gameplay of that shit. And it looked exactly like it, and all that shit got delayed, bro. All that shit. So I'm like, every screen in this game gets delayed. So like, we we delayed, know it's not gonna come out. And I don't know when it's gonna get delayed. I think it's a meme at this point. They probably just do it because they do it. Yeah, just delay this bitch on these niggas on phone. But yeah, like just looking at it, I could just tell like that game ain't. We're not gonna see it till like 2024. At twenty at the least, <laughs> at the least. So we'll see. But I'm just shocked they threw something up there. And the funny thing, so I, I got a I got a list of all the the stuff right, that because cool, I was looking, out. I was looking. So good looking. So we got Final Fantasy 16. Then we got gameplay from Miles Morales. Um, a lot of people did some did a, like a lot of goofy shit. They were saying that Miles Morales was seventy dollars. No lie. The if you want to get a it's a deluxe edition that comes with a remastered version of the of Marvel Spider Man. So you get original Spider Man PS4 and Miles Morales for seventy dollars. The actual Spider Man Miles Morales itself just costs fifty dollars. So no Spider Man Miles Morales does not cost seventy dollars. So please get that out your head. Um then mm-hmm. afterwards we got uh Hogwarts Legacy. Fuck, uh, fuck J.K. Rowling on BD. Yeah, it's, it's fuck yeah, J.K. Rowling. Shout but, out to him uh, mm-hmm. saying, they don't care. Them fucking nerds go buy the game. Yeah, Same and thing. honestly, yeah. like, for me, I like the Harry Potter movies. I was interested in the game, whether or not her involvement was there or not. It's a purchase. Yeah. It's probably a I'm purchase. A, yeah, I'm going to get the game. Um, 
yeah, it's FJK Rowling, and a lot of people, it's it's the same. It's like a a lot of people are who say F. It's the fans of Harry Potter who don't give a shit about the situation who are going to get it, and it's the people who say FJK Rowling who are going to get the game too. So exactly. it is what That's it true. is at this but point. But uh, I will say it's an it's a few articles out where the creators of the game did say like, "Yo, she's fucking up the money for us because they they yeah, wasn't cool." They like, shit. So. It's politics. You don't want to say stuff that's not politically correct because you ain't go get money. So obviously they're not gonna fuck with what she's saying because she's saying some goofy shit. So yep. it makes sense. Um, Demon Souls remake. Um, that's definitely so. I and I forgot to say mention this. So Spider Man Miles Morales is gonna be uh, console launch. Demon Souls is gonna be console launch. Um, then we got. Uh, the PlayStation Plus collection, basically a lot of the PS4 games like God of War, um, Persona 5, Monster Hunter World, uh, shit that we've all played and beat basically yeah. are going to be available for you to download at launch um, on the PS5. So do we have for that, do we have to get subscription service in order to get our back games? No. So it was an article... I don't know if I threw it in the chat though. If I did, if I didn't, my fault. Where somebody from Sony outright said ninety nine percent of the games are backwards compatible. So if you already own the game in itself, whether it's through PlayStation Plus, uh, or you just or you have it digitally it. downloaded, you should you have immediate access. They said ninety nine percent because I guess it's going to be some games that just outright not going to work for whatever reason. Well, probably like the games that like say. For- Amy Lillard's 2K. You can't backwards compatible that because it's not gonna be the fucking same. Yeah. Yeah. Not to go to a 2K thing, but you know how you know what I'm talking about, Chris. Yeah. Or something yeah. that's like, um, a game that's like, like the WWE games. If say for instance they came out with a 2K21, it you wouldn't be able to backwards compatible that because they just gave them niggas a throwaway, bro. They gave the PS4 a throwaway game while the one that's gonna be on the PS5 is gonna be the quote unquote superior version. So yeah. I guess that's the reason they said that. That and also the article mentioned due to like technical reasons with the game too. Games too. So, but he said ninety nine. He said ninety nine percent, which is just say majority. It's majority of the games, not all of them. Pretty majority. much, yeah. So, um, and I, I mean, as far as that's concerned, for more so specifically PS four, I'm pretty sure majority of the people who are getting the PS who more majority of people who have a PS4 is getting a PS5. So like backwards compatibility isn't really going to be that big of a deal. I mean, unless you want to experience it in 4k with the SSD, then I guess, but is there a time when, you know, gamers have to literally look themselves in the mirror and say backwards compatibility is not as the biggest deal as people think it is. I feel it's extremely overrated. Like, okay. For me, for the PS3, because I know for like my financial situation, my family, it was a big deal for me to still be able to play my huge PS2 library because I wasn't about to play Sonic Adventure all goddamn Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog and that horrible ass game all fucking day. Right. I had Madden, I had 2K, and I think I had I forgot what other, what other game was out. I still had a very big PS2 library that I still wanted to play. So for me, then it benefited. 
For PS4, I really didn't care. For PS5, I really do not care because, for one, I have a PS2 emulator on my damn computer. Yeah. I think the more we approach... um, The more we approach generations of gaming where, like, back then, PS3... PS2 to PS3, right? That's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. PS3 to PS4, I guess. But PS4 to PS5, nah, bro. At at this point, like, do you really want to, like... You've played these games before on PS4. Mm-hmm. Unless you got an Xbox, you switching over to the Sony side, and even still, you have the PlayStation Plus collection. So it's like a lot of people keep doing this whole like getting like they 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 panties in a bunch about this backwards compatibility shit. Now I'm in the mind. I'm in the super minority. I can understand why people want backwards compatibility. To me, I don't give two shits whatsoever. I have a PC, so if I want to play PS2 games, I have a I have a PC that can do way better than what a ps4 could do mm-hmm. if i want to play my ps3 i still have my ps3 games with my ps3 if i want to play ps4 i still have my ps4 with games on there and then i'm gonna get a ps5 like, so it is what it is it's like and i'll be done after i say that because it's not like when you put that bitch in your ps4 it's gonna look better. like it's still gonna be when you put when you play san andreas on the ps4 it's still gonna be ugly as san andreas just on your PS, it's just going to run a little bit smoother. You just got sixty frames per second now. Pretty much, Ooh, bro, it just runs smoother. About some goddamn Vagos. By the time I hit a corner, like I, I run smooth. My eyes didn't give a shit when I was a shorty. Why would they give a fuck now? Exactly. Like I, it, there's a thing that there's a thing that people literally get their panties in a bunch over this dumb shit of not being backwards compatible. So the fuck what? You not go- bro, like Cam said, he in the minority. I'm Cam homie. I know Cam play the games that he called his OGs, right? I see him boot up Persona, um, what's that? Four. Uh Persona 4 or something on this PS3, bro. Every other nigga that I'm cool with that hey, bro, they don't do that shit. Like literally, the only <laughs> they don't game do I do shit, that bro. with is San Andreas. I like Chris, that's, that's San Andreas. Hey, I ain't even go cap on the outside looking in, it took him a minute. Yeah, I was waiting for that sale. <laughs> I, was for, I was waiting for that perfect sale. I was Shit, you can play San Andreas on your phone now. Bro, I, 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 honestly, I tried that. How to feel no. better? I tried that before. No, it's not. It's you not didn't fun. like you ain't. I, I remember playing um, GTA Three on your iPad. I didn't have. Yeah, a problem. it wasn't that fun. <laughs> I went through I, it, I, but it wasn't that fun. But um, no, but like you know, in the lastly, like I think. The world would be such a better place if there was a compromise with this backward compatibility shit. It just started putting them games in your shop, bro. I don't know if it's licensing issues. And interviewers don't know how to ask important fucking questions. They just ask the questions that that's easily fucking answered, bro. Yeah. Like, just simply ask the niggas at Sony, why can't you use the backlog of your PlayStation greatest hits and put them on a PS4? And I'm not just talking about the God of Wars. I'm not just talking about the San Andreas. I'm talking about little things you consider your greatest hits. So things that people will buy in case they want to play it again. Like the only shitty thing about backwards compatibility that I, I'm, I'm kind of salty I don't want to play. Two giant ones. Midnight Club and the Buddha Captain Kaiichi series. That's it. Everything else can go eat an asshole somewhere, bro. Yeah. So it's just that's the but like backwards compatibility don't mean shit. But or if throw the throw companies the bag to make remasters or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man, and I, you don't even have you can make an HD remake, bro, and get money, folks. 
Yep. You could just make an HD remake. That's a scam in every way possible. It is. And get money. But so. I think, like, I'm pretty sure at some point in this generation, in this decade, honestly, PlayStation Now is going to become literally, like, Plus they're going to have, though, I know it's, it's ass of a service compared to Game Pass, but I think Sony's long-term plan with that is to turn it into their back catalogs. Yeah, pretty much. Their entire, that's the long-term plan, whether it's through the, the fortunate use of streaming or whatever. I feel like that is the plan. Because my whole thing is, and I'm going to end it with this, right? It's just like, I'm not get, I'm not getting a PS5 and going like, man, I, I, better, I better be able to play Persona 5 on this bitch. I put like 400 hours into Persona on my PS4. I'm good on not playing it on my PS5. So it's just, yep. it's like, I, I understand the backwards compatibility. And I understand it from a point of, of, when a console first comes out, there's not a lot of games to play. So it's like backwards compatibility kind of feels that time in. But at the same time, that's on your ass too, because you bought a console on launch day. Mm. So you should know what to expect. Mm. Con- buying a console on launch day is an investment. You don't know what you're getting. Yeah, they said this is stuff that you go get, but shit, they ain't got to hold you accountable. You gave them their money. Yep. So it's like yeah backwards compatibility cool to fill in that time for games to start coming out but at the same time you got to know what you're getting yourself into and realize is it worth me investing 500 500 600 plus 400 plus 500 plus 600 plus dollars on a system so i can play games that i've been playing already on my ps4 mm-hmm. so that's all i gotta say on that shit um then we got um we got a uh, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. That's gonna be a launch. Um, got Death Loop uh, gameplay. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. We already talked about that shit. Uh, Resident Evil Eight trailer. Um, I'm good on that demonic shit. Uh, and then we got that Odd World Soulstorm uh, gameplay. Uh, for people who are interested in that series coming back. Uh got Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach teaser. I'm definitely good on that I demonic shit. Um so that is what it is. Um then we got the price and release date. We'll we'll tie that into the second half. Uh and then we got at the end we got a God of War sequel uh confirmation, which I mean I, I know a lot of niggas got overhyped, but I mean, come on, we we knew this was coming. We, it, we knew it was coming. <laughs> like, I, think, <laughs> I think it's more of the fact that they said twenty twenty one, because oh, I yeah, was okay. expecting that be probably twenty two or twenty three. Honestly, be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared for that bitch to be delayed. It probably will get delayed, <laughs> but I was just more shocked by the date. But uh, hey, the fact that we could turn Thor into a pack really soon gets my heart's we'll be gets lit, my heart man. Racing. Might be a big F you to uh the MCU store Ragnarok too. So <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, let the chopper rain on that. But all in all, my thoughts on the showcase itself. Um, was it the greatest thing ever? No. Uh was it the worst thing ever? Hell no. But this showed me what I wanted to see, which is exclusives that are coming to the PlayStation 5 uh especially you you got me with final fantasy 16. uh 
even though that bitch ain't coming out to ten for ten years when I have kids by then. <laughs> um, but I'm ha- I'm happy to see it. No, Spider Man Miles Morales gameplay, like all the games, they they basically did what I wanted them to do, which was showcase games, games, games. Some features that are coming to the PlayStation Plus, like the the PlayStation the the, the PlayStation collection. Five, which was the PlayStation Plus collection, even though that's not really that big of a deal. Um, and then we obviously got a price and release date. Um, so in all, they did their job and they did it well. Um, this was as far as people saying, like, because I know a lot of Xbox fans is mad salty. I this was way better than any Xbox press conference we got nobody this entire year, like. PlayStation has done a great job when it comes to their events, way better than Xbox. That last one was fucking atrocious. <laughs> atrocious. Like, oh, we got Fable. Okay. They ain't coming. They ain't launch. It's but your biggest, the, the biggest game that you showcase, Halo Infinite, is not even going to be a launch title. Like, you got to hold that shit. They said we got to push that back. So, yeah, like, I, I enjoyed it. Um, we got a lot of good shit. And don't worry, Xbox fans, PC fans, um, Nintendo fans, you don't give a shit. Uh, but, and even Sony fans, because we about to slander this shit, but I'll let everybody else give their thoughts on the showcase. Uh, my thoughts, it was it was cool. Like, it was really cool for me. I was, I was really more shocked by the Final Fantasy than the God of War, because just the fact- yeah, I wasn't they, expecting them to announce it this soon. Yeah. I think that was just them Sony saying let's just start off with something to just get everybody going and then and then they just cruised from there uh like well, from what everything I saw it was something I would like to see uh I'm very hyped for Deathloop that's probably one game I'm like in terms of that's a new original IP in terms of expectations I'm really hyped for so just seeing more gameplay of that I just can't wait to see it. Uh, can't wait to see when it comes out, play it, and all of that. I'll just hope it's not trash. But um, and like everything else, I I was really happy to see. Like it was it was cool. It was smooth. Uh, for me, I was positively shocked that they said that the next Final Fantasy is going to be a PlayStation exclusive. That was my biggest takeaway. Cause. I think I don't think people understand how big that is, dog. Mm-hmm. For a a series that's extremely like that, and I know for the most part, and I could be wrong. Like in the early years, it was always a PlayStation exclusive, right? Yeah. But no, it was Nintendo first. Then it was Nintendo. <laughs> that's true. But eventually, it got you know it, it got to that you know um a wider spread and whatnot. But just to see that they sticking to it. Hey, shout out to that. Um another thing, that I don't like Dark Souls. I'm never gonna play them games. But Demon Souls looked the fucking beautiful. It, it looks amazing. That looked it looked like shout I was, out to that ray tracing technology. Man. Like oh like, hey bro did they hey that that PS5 who a bitch or not bro because I'm gonna be checking y'all heartbeats when y'all play that game bro. I'm gonna see y'all bitched out and whatnot. But um, uh, you gonna talk to cousin about? I say that, y'all, man. as in because the four of us don't play them damn games. <laughs> oh, like, you mean Chaz? But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see if Chaz bitched out or not. I think folks sleep. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, um, yeah, bro. It was just a 
beautiful face with beautiful games. Unlike Chris, I am not excited for that. I think that shit going to be boring. Um, so I'm not excited for that game. Um, that's the only game that anytime that's I look a, at, that's I just a Bethesda like, game, right? I don't think it's Bethesda. It, it, it was at the it was at the Bethesda showcase. It's a Bethesda game. Oh shit! Oh, that's a Bethesda game. Oh, yeah. Hey yo, wrap it up. Wrap <laughs> <laughs> okay. that shit up, bro. Not playing that shit, bro. I don't mean not one fuck, bro. Bethesda fucking sucks. Um, yeah, that's it for me. I'm just, you, know, you just gotta get to the slander train before I fall out. Uh, DC, you can go ahead. I, I didn't watch it. All right, cool. All right, so the next portion, which is probably the negative portion. If you are a Sony fanboy, like you fucking love PlayStation, and if anybody says anything bad about Sony or any PlayStation product, leave the podcast now. And oh uh, man, mm. fuck that. Keep it G real, bro. Stick around because you're actually going to learn some shit. So stick around, honestly. But if you don't, uh, this clown will be popping up probably in the next 10, 20 minutes. So, uh, pre-orders so main portion of the showcase to me honestly was the show the price that's honestly right. what i was we we all was waiting for was sony give us the damn price they low-key showed that shit for like one second and they cut off too it was kind of bogus on that yeah, they, they was very hilarious with it like they were like look you niggas better pause so and so once we saw the prices digital version four hundred dollars uh physical edition 500 okay well we all thought like no surprise here right did they show the price of the controllers and shit um controllers are they didn't show the price but let me actually go to but i, I know off the top of my head the controller is 70 uh yeah controllers the, are 70 the controller 70 the uh wireless headphones joints which are really sexy and i was so tempted to, to buy one i might still buy it's one out of, it's out of stock bro <laughs> Amazon, look, you look, so Amazon, Amazon off and on restocking that shit. So, but literally, I'm tempted as hell to drop a Hondo for those because those joints look clean. But, and I think the wireless charger thingy is probably I forgot what how much that was, but that it was like eighty dollars. Damn, never mind about that. But um, but yeah, so they showed all of that, the prices. Then they gave us a release date, which was November twelfth. Okay, cool. And then, above all, what we were all actually waiting for is, when can we pre-order the damn PS5? So, the official Sony account. And this is the official Sony account. And I know we all going to defer here on how it was handled. But this is why we're going to break it down in pieces. Sony, on a Twitter and on a thing, on the showcase, they said, pre-order start tomorrow at select which, retailers select retailers and also can what was the exact date so because i'm like the 16th um what was that day the 17th when oh so it was when so wednesday was the showcase so they basically said on thursday which is the 17th the is 17th when you were, when you were of, supposed to pre-order. september is when pre-orders are supposed to start so with that being said in my mind i'm like okay cool and in the mainstream eyes you got everybody in general was like oh cool i'm gonna wait till tomorrow to pre-order my uh, the playstation 5 then so then when you go on twitter and see jeff kingley sit there and tweet oh 
some retailers will probably start as soon as today. That's when chaos starts. And then we see Walmart tweet. Hey, fuck that. Pre-orders is going on this very goddamn second. I got a, I got a special section for them goofy ass niggas, bro. And then all retailers at this point are in scramble mode because you know why? They Money. need that almighty dollar. Now, this is where then then this is where chaos has uh, greeked upon us. Everybody scrambling. I'm gonna tell my experience of this situation. Kim might share his. Daytro is gonna share his. DC, we already know your situation. So, <laughs> my experience because I was in scramble mode because I've been having this money sitting in my account for the longest, for waiting for this day. I go on Facebook. My cousin says, "Just pre-order my PS5." I was like, bitch, no, cousin, I love you. OJ, I love you, bro. You're my cousin. I look up to you, G. But, bro, you could have called me. You could have texted me and all of that. So now I'm sitting here. I'm like, which game stopped, bro? Oh, River Oaks. I called them niggas like four, t- four like ten times. No pickup. I called every game stop in the Chicago suburban area. No pickup. Or they say we sold out. We sold out in 20 minutes. I called Best Buy. Dion and Justin can co-sign this. They never picked up the phone. They left me on hold for 10 minutes. Best Buy was stupid. Was really goofy too in the situation. I was playing. All a lot of these retailers were extremely goofy. So then, so so these so then I called the GameStops in the hood. I don't know how the hell the GameStops in the hood were the only ones to actually do the tomorrow part, but they literally called, they, I called each of them in the hood, and they were more nicer to the ones in the suburbs. They said, and look, bro, we probably just not going to get it tonight. If we do, uh, we'll definitely let you know because you, you cool people. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I, I'm, I know you lying, but it's cool, whatever. So, but I end up calling back before they close. They say, yeah, gee, we don't even got, we don't even got no pre-orders set up yet it's not in our system so i'm like okay cool i believe you because literally it'd be that way sometimes so now online and then they also called a walmart this lady literally outright told me she don't even know how to do pre-orders and they got to train us for that i was like the fuck bro it's real uh, man walmart g so then let's go back to the online aspect of the online retail shopping of the aspect so now it's scramble mode. I'll go on Walmart. Sold out all editions. Best Buy. Sold out all editions. There was one. There was a point in Best Buy. I was able to get it in my cart. And that bitch disappeared so fast. Yeah, Because it sold out. <laughs> it sold out. It disappeared so fast. So now. I went on GameStop. Gone. I, so then at this point. I'm like. Did Amazon do it? Nope. Everybody's waiting on Amazon at this point. So then. So once I see a link that says, and th- uh, this yeah, someone someone leaked the link early. Yes. Somebody leaked the link early, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this is, and this is somebody like me who knows how to use social media. So I was able to just look and just search for the correct stuff and all of that, and make stuff pop up. The fact that I was able to get this pop up, I'm like, "Hold on, let me do this real quick. Let me let Cam know who the bam." People found that link, and it sh- and shit got hectic. I was able to get through. Unfortunately, Cam couldn't get sold through. the fuck sold out. out. 
as he was trying to check out. So, Amazon became a big fat L. Target became a big fat L. At this point, everybody's like, yo, what the fuck? Then this is in the process of this. You see assholes have eBay links already saying, hey, I'm reselling my PS5, bro. Fuck you. Niggas like Afro send you saying, oh, I got 14. Fuck 16. You. Oh, 16 now? Freaking nigga, you could drive now, bro. Congratulations, bitch. So, chaos. <laughs> so, so chaos in the midst of all of this, G. So then me, the next day, I'm like, all right, yeah, I got through on Amazon. But, you know, Amazon is a little shaky. It is. Let's just keep it G real. So, I go to three different GameStops. One of those GameStops in the suburbs said they had they had some pre-orders still available before they closed. I should have went there that night. I didn't because I tweaked. But either way, I drive over over there. It's like three people at this mall right before they open. Gee, right before them doors open, all I saw was like a group of people coming towards me and this, me and these other dudes. And we was like, gee, this is about to be nasty as hell real quick. And gee, so we walk in the mall, go straight, hit that corner, go to the GameStop. Dude said, y'all here for the PS5? I'm like, yeah. We out since last night. I'm like, bitch, you didn't say that last <laughs> night. I walked out. I walked out. Me and this stud chick. I got to use proper terminology here. This me and this stud. We was like, uh, she like, dang, now I got to go all up in the city. And I'm like, yep, I'm heading that way too. So, so I go to this game, stop in the hood. First one in the hood. As I'm about to turn into the parking lot, I see that line wrapping around the block. Yeah, nope. I was like, that's an L. So I'm like, I right, now I have to go deep in the hood. If you're from Chicago, you do not want no parts of Cottage Grove. There's no parts of Cottage Grove that you really just want to be around, especially at a GameStop. You know, I like that GameStop. It's a respectable GameStop. They cool people's over there always. But I just didn't want to be that deep in the hood. So, pull up. I see, like, 20 people. So, I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, it's not that many people. They should, I, I have a chance. Once I actually got out the car, I'm like, yo, these niggas in packs of groups. So, we waiting in line. For one, game's not supposed to open at 11. I did not see them walking to... I did not see the employees walking to the store till 12. Well, almost 12, like 11.40, 11.45. So... We wait 15 minutes after they go inside, and then the manager comes out, or I guess the assistant manager. I don't know because he didn't. He would. He he didn't even have the key to open up the door. He it was some white dude. I get. I'm like, there's no way the white dude is the assistant manager in the hood, but that's hilarious. So he comes out. He has these flyers. He has these little stickers and all of that. I'm like, gee, that don't look like that much. So the people. And my assumption was. The people in groups was just there with their homie. No, those people in those groups were all getting a PS5. So I'm sitting, I'm like, God damn it. So me being the back of the line, I'm like, gee. So they only had 24 pre-orders at this GameStop specifically. I'm not, I'm not putting information out, but they had 24 specifically. And then come to find out the one that I drove past that people around the corner, they had 50. And that was the most amongst all GameStops in the in the city, and in the Chicagoland area. So I was like, God damn. So 
I didn't get no pre-orders at GameStop that day. So I was like, fuck. But I got my invite from the Sony thing. This is where we will, where we're all white gonna give Sony a shout out. They handled that so fucking perfectly. Was their release, their initial, their their invitation release. That's probably the smartest thing ever. It will, and if I was even people who do shoe releases and stuff, you should call Sony and be like, hey. This is the way to do stuff. This is the way to do it without having to worry about niggas using bots, resellers, the bots and resellers fucking shit up. At least to a minimal. Because a key part of that I think a lot of people missing out on is how different things are now, especially with online shopping, because niggas just use bots for anything. Niggas use bots for a damn, for the Switch. When people was trying to get one doing when everybody's in the house doing COVID, that's why it was hard to find a switch because mugs was reselling switches. Niggas do did it to a woman's purse. That's how nasty reselling and niggas using bots have gotten. Niggas only generally used it for shoes and supreme releases. It has gotten worse if niggas and then, for games. And the three eighty. <laughs> oh, oh, bro, and that three eighty gra- a graphics card. Niggas resold a graphics card. So at this point, if it's hyped enough on social media, it was going to be nasty. So that's my experience. It's a lot to learn from this. I, In a way, and this is my hot take, I'm just going to say it now. I think in the midst of the chaos, I think Sony might not get... Okay, let me phrase this correctly. I think in the midst of the chaos, they minimalized the amount of people for resellers because resellers probably was like, oh, shit, because you got to kind of prep your shit for, in terms of using the bots and stuff. So I think they minimalized it as best as they could. But I think for Xbox, niggas is going to be some assholes with that regardless because it's a, it's a legit launch title that they stuck to. Launch date that yeah. they stuck to. That's just my hot take. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But niggas, you get an Xbox, you get an Xbox. Because guess what? Nobody wants that shit. Mm. Let's just keep it G real. Well, not nobody, but it's it's not it's it don't have the hype that the PlayStation Five has. PlayStation Five did. Yeah. It's it's a different type mm. of hype altogether. So, but I will put this is how I'm gonna put my blame because I know we all gonna have we have different opinions, and I honestly respect everybody's opinion about it, but. I'm putting most of the blame on other retailers, which is the Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon, GameStops. I'm putting, and I'm splitting the blame between, and then that's 50%, and I'm splitting the other 50 between Sony and resellers. That's just me. Because Sony does have to take a little bit of the blame. They could have handled it a little bit better. They could have been a little bit more sterner. But I don't think, they, ex- I think they underestimate how much this system was being hyped up altogether. Retailers not giving a fuck, and, and retailers not giving and a resellers. Fuck. Exactly, yeah. retail. That's why I said retailers probably getting is getting a bulk of it for me. But I got mine. We we all got ours. Except, uh, yeah, we all got ours. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So wait, Chris, go go ahead and play the clown music. Just prank because this is gonna be my clown for the week. Right, cool. uh-huh. oh, wait, wrong.
So I recommend y'all watch uh, Angry Joe's video on this because it's just freaking hilarious. But um, first and foremost, fuck Walmart. Like they were like, you guys don't have to y'all. You guys don't have to wait to pre-order PS5. You can get it right now. Fuck you. Like that was an asshole move. Just, just wouldn't just. I'm just gonna put it like that. Fuck you. Um, GameStop, fuck you. Your stock is at $5, so I know your desperate, greedy asses are clinging to this console sale so y'all can raise y'all value. This is, their, this is like I've been saying on this podcast. This is GameStop's last run. Like, I do not see them being... I don't see them lagging y'all, past... Y'all are this, clinging to this shit. So y'all, as soon as that press... As soon as that showcase was done, y'all were like, we ready to push that button. I know y'all was. So definitely fuck you, Amazon. Fuck you for I don't for letting that nigga not letting the nigga link a URL, and then not handling your side of the situation any better with no updates or anything like that. So fuck you, um, fuck anybody who bought multiple copies of the PS5. I don't care if you're a content creator. I don't care. Fuck you. That just from the bottom of my heart, piece of shit. Um, fuck resellers. You already know, uh, niggas who niggas putting PS5 pre-orders for a thousand dollars, dumbass. Uh, fuck anybody who freaking thought that they could sell the the um, PlayStation invite URL for fifty dollars, sixty dollars, dumbass. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and fuck Sony. Um, for going for it on July. Jeff had an interview. This was back when we were getting some rampant uh, pre-order that, that you could pre-order the PS5 at certain retailers. And Jeff did an interview with the marketing head of PlayStation, of, of Sony, and said, is it true, blah, blah, blah. And he said on air, he was like, we are going to not- we are going to notify y'all. Like, you are going to get a specific date, a time, and where you can get it. We'll let you know that. we This will not be a surprise. He said that on air in July. You can still look up the tweet. So that was a fucking lie. Um, and yeah, I do place a lot of blame on Sony just for misleading. Because a lot of the a lot of people were putting on Twitter were saying in videos going like, "You guys said that we can get it tomorrow, so I waited to tomorrow. I'm going on Amazon, Walmart. It's all sold out." So you guys weren't at all prepared or you didn't notify or address any of the situation while it was going and you put out this half-ass apology going like we we could have handled it better yeah no shit sherlock you could have so fuck you sony um so yeah it's just a lot of goofy 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 ass shenanigans that happened this entire situation um i like the retailers I, i and it's like i understand it's still fuck you, but like I understand, like you know, money is money. Um, but that is just like a lot of people were like shocked and like, what, 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 what can I do? I don't know what to do now. So yeah, we're gonna get more play. You're gonna be able to pre-order PlayStations more, but like this situation was just poorly, poorly handled. And honestly, like me and Detroit were talking about earlier, this is nothing but good press on Sony because they can go to their shareholders and go like, look what we did. Pretty much, shit sold. This shit sold out within hours of our press conference. So it's all it's money in our pocket. 
it sucks, but I mean, that's just, just how capitalism works. Um, and then uh, I will definitely, like Chris said, Sony, you did handle your side of pre-order PlayStation 5s really well. Um, exclusive URL links, you could not share it or else you would get blocked from the site. Um, they placed you in a queue that was from, from me and Chris's experience. W- would you say it was a good waiting time on your end? So for me, <laughs> you got six minutes. I got three minutes. See, for me, I immediately, they threw my ass right in the back because I saw you were waiting more than an hour, but it did drop expeditiously like a lot. So like my waiting time went from probably like an hour and then it went all the way down to like 35 minutes altogether. Like my time I waited and I was shocked that I was still able to like get what I wanted. So, yeah. They, and they handled it. They were like, they basically said that you, and this is what all retailers should have done. I don't give a fuck if you're a content creator. You talk to Sony about that shit and you strike a deal with them. Um, but they were like one console per account. Can't get multiple copies. The the, the pre-order isn't uh, finalized until you check out. Um, and then basically once you were done they threw you out that was to me they handled it the they best did way throw you out because i wanted to uh look at the uh the details i literally got tossed I, out they're like you're done I'm you're like, done okay. check your email later now <laughs> exactly. i will say that they're because they, they said they're still finalizing orders because like on my bank account it doesn't show that the money's taken out so they're still so i would say like don't don't be spending unless you got it on a separate account or something. Don't be spending your money like that because they haven't finalized um, orders. So you don't want your shit to go into the negative all of a sudden. Yeah, because more they, than likely the pre-order gets it because they took the money out of my account and then the next day it disappeared. So more yeah. than likely it's them saying, "Okay, your order went through. You good?" But once we ship this bitch, that money getting taken out. We so taking it. it if you got that, if you got your PlayStation pre-order purchase on an account in which you be spending bread like that, I would say to take whatever total you have now and subtract that by however much the total cost um, that yours cost, uh, and don't spend that money because uh, you go wake up one day and your bank like your shit is in a negative. <laughs> uh, you don't want that to happen. That's a different type of negative too, and that bitch ain't three hundred. Yeah, bro, that's man. Definitely don't want that shit to. That's a rude awakening. That's um, a tough awakening. But yeah, uh, all in all, uh, this is just a shit show. Uh, I do think that Microsoft is going to handle the situation a bit better, as far as because they have a set date, um, and I'm pretty sure they have a stranglehold on some of the retailers. Like, hey, yo, y'all niggas better not do this Sony shit at all. Um, and then they have, of course, their own store. Now, I am. Um, for the sake of the podcast, I am going to be getting the Xbox Series X. Not an X. I'm going to be getting the S um, because I don't fucking care about specs. Um, and because I have the Game Pass, so I want to be able to use it on uh, the Xbox and so we can have something in our front room. Uh, but I will be getting a Series X. So I will next because pre-orders launch September 22nd. So next episode of the podcast i will i will showcase my experience with trying to pre-order xbox series s which i doubt is not going to be too hard versus my experience with uh 
PS5 because this was fucking ridiculous. I'm mad. Like, I was heated because I was like, man, let me see if I get it. Because Amazon, because I don't want to go out just because of Corona and niggas is... Niggas. I don't trust people. It's the holiday. Uh, it's peak holidays. We're in a pandemic. You really don't want to go outside. You, I don't want to go out. I don't want to pick up my PS5. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, so I was like, let me... I just want to do Amazon because I think Amazon is going to be a safe bet. That shit was sold out. Like, the link that Chris sent me literally within because i i literally went straight to my uh my cart and i couldn't check that out it was sold out and then the the digital one was sold out so then but i could still get the the hardware one so as soon as i added the hardware to my account to check it out gone so i was i was heated that night but luckily uh sony handled the situation the their side with getting it through the store was was very good it's just that y'all gotta do I would be less mad at you guys if you would have came out with like several update tweets going like, hey, um, there are these here are the retailers that are doing early access, maybe even come out with a statement saying like this was not our intention. We apologize for any inconveniences, but know that we're trying to do our best to solve the situation and then even go promote your invitation, say like in the meantime. uh, The best way to get a PS5 is to get it through our pre registration event hype that up. So that way you can get more traffic in there, but you didn't do that. You just, you lied to us in July. You lied to us the day of the press conference. And then you came up with this weak ass apology um, today. So just foolishness. And that's it for me. All right, Daytra, you want to go? Uh, Cam had my clown. I wasn't really the clown, but that was his clown. But all right. But, uh, but yeah, uh, DC, you want to say anything about it? Uh, not much. I'll just say I was entertained by Chris's explanation uh, how how much hoops and driving he had to do to get his shit. But it's stupid, I ain't getting anytime soon. So yeah. y'all y'all it, y'all went it, through all that mess. I'm glad I'm probably gonna get it. No problem. What yeah. next year? Two years from now? Yeah, you'll get it probably next year, DC. And like you, it'd be easy. You could walk into a storm like, all right, here you go. But. Uh, it, it's, it was a very messy situation. It's people who probably did more than I did and came out with a big fat L. So, <laughs> that just be outright. Like, for me, and for me, I just wanted to guarantee. Like, yeah, I got through on Amazon, but I wanted a legit guarantee because I knew Amazon was probably still going to get get it for me. But I wanted a legit guarantee. So, it was like, for me, I had my plan A, which was GameStop. My plan B was Amazon. My plan C was the PlayStation do Sony exactly. My plan B and C worked. And my plan B shot to Day Trail. Yeah. Shout out to me. Yeah. So like cause that's me being a great friend. Unlike you bastards who have literally sixteen. What you about to do with sixteen? And don't give sit there and tell me you're gonna give a giveaway on your site because technically you're just gonna give it to your best fucking friend. So literally. But yeah, so overall, but also Sony did say and said tweet of that bullshit apology that they will be more uh, pre-orders on the way uh, before launch. And I, which some people, some of the managers at GameStop did tell me outright that Sony is going to give them more pre-orders. This is just the first initial launch. So I would even say they need to do a round two of um, the what they did with the pre-registration stuff that on too. their site. So... 
be on the lookout for all of that. Best, and this is what I did for those who wonder, like, oh man, how'd you get on top of everything? Well, this is what I did. Shout out to Quanflix, shout out to Wario64, and also just those are really good people to follow on Twitter in terms of tech. Also, Lord Balvin. Follow, you follow them, they're gonna they're really cool people in terms of what's going on in tech shit. Now, also, just in in your Twitter search, type in PS5 pre-order. You they and it's gonna be probably a few pages that will literally update you on like a Walmart just restock, a Target just restock, a Best Buy restock, because that's how some people literally keeping alerted. So be on the lookout. Plain and simple. So because at this point, if you want it, you'll get it. It seems like if you really, really want it, you will get it. So that's that. Um, let's go ahead and give my clown so my clowns goes to some of the people who was in line at those game stops. You niggas was was musty as hell, G. <laughs> like gee I, I hate yeah, I saw that in the group chat bro that can't be me dog I can't that's why like, I can't bro, do that shit this is when I was at the mall specifically we was outside me and the three four people we, we was chatting up talking and all of that we was talking about shoes it was a gang of people that walked up bro I smelled that funk like before they even hit the sidewalk I was like gee Y'all about to walk in the mall. I don't care if you're going to GameStop. You about to walk in the mall smelling like this? It's freaking 11 o'clock in the morning. You had more than enough time to get up and clean yourself. That's a fucking shame. Real big fucking shame. Hold that. Also, another uh, my other clown. Uh, all I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say is this, G. College football. Count your fucking days, G. Stop playing with COVID, G. Stop playing with COVID. Now the Big Ten is trying to come back because literally they see, oh, yeah, uh, SEC, ACC's doing really good. I guess we could come back now and play football. These kids are going to get sick. One of the coaches for one of the biggest schools just got sick. But y'all keep playing, G. Y'all keep playing. Keep freaking playing. Anybody else got a clown? No, I ain't got one. DC? Uh, I don't really got one either. Alright, cool. I do have a goat, though. That's what I'm talking about! That's why he's in me! That's why he's the goat! The goat! The goat. Alright, <laughs> so my goat is going to... uh My goat, damn, just slowly slipped my goddamn mind. Crap. But, no, seriously, though, my GOAT is going to uh, the dude that made the James Harden pack song, G. Bro, on James Harden. <laughs> G. Smoking on James Harden pack is the hardest song. Y'all got to play that song on Three Sport oh, Ring. That's, that's the intro G. song. Don't even worry. But, G, that song might be one of the best basketball diss tracks ever, bro. Like, G, we had F Kevin Durant. We had F Steph Curry. We had F Bron Bron. But smoking on that Harden pack, bro. He said, Westbrook. he said, fuck it, Westbrook, you win this pack, too. Like, dog. <laughs> like, dog. I don't know why you can be a fucking cop. 
Like, gee, he called that. He, like, bro, don't. He told a man to be a cop, bro. Come on. Even though he wore that mask. So, who knows? But, bro, when I tell you, that song hit different, G. It hit different. It sucks that nobody didn't make a uh, smoking on that uh, PG pack, but it happens. But also, also, another GOAT shout out to Twitter for just all the great Clippers jokes and memes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit has that been was, funny as hell. Ooh, man. That was a legend. That's a chiseled Adonis, too. His um his commentary on that game was hilarious. Oh, I got to check that. I, that's on my watch list on YouTube. I'm going to watch it because, gee, I know it was hilarious. But, bro, thank you for the slander, G. Thank you. Let's to threes from the ring, G. Because, woo-wee, even though we get we got a few days past it, the Clippers still going to get them bars, G. So, please, this is our plug-in to threes from the ring. Listen to threes from the ring, whether you like basketball or not. But you all know that niggas was hyping up the L.A. Clippers. Me and Daytra is going to go in, G. So, that need be known. But shout out to the men who made hard impact. Uh, anybody else got any goats? Uh, we, we can end this. Oh, uh, we can end it. Right, yeah, we can cool. end it. All right, cool. So we appreciate you guys for listening, of course. Much love. Appreciation to our OG listeners, new listeners. And if you just hated the fact that literally that we were pretty damn honest about our, about how Sony handled things. and your, your pains are in a bunch. Thank you. I hope you listen next week. But much love, though. Continue to follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus. At the Black Otakus for our anime, gaming, whatever thoughts. Because... Hey, I feel like we are important. Our opinions are very important. Are golden, honestly. So hey, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever DSP that you're listening to this podcast on. Uh, if you can comment and rate, please do that. That'd be much love and appreciated. But we appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Peace out. Peace out.